Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ah, welcome in. It's game day. Game wow. Day. We're here, fellas. We are here. Now you got to take over for just a second because I got to fix this tech issue on my end. My mic's going to go in and out. Well, finally, we have a, a game. Look at Barrett. He's on the road. I yeah, know. He's in yeah. Pittsburgh, man, in a hotel, getting ready for his college game. We actually have a game that we can actually look back on and evaluate. Finally, it's here, man. We've made it through the abyss. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I needed this too, man. <laughs> I needed this in the worst way. You know, I, I had to, um, you know, for, for NBC um, Sports, I have to write a little, you know, prediction going into the game. Oh, yeah. So I'm, so I'm on the plane, so I write my prediction. And I started out like, you know what? This is the this is most exciting, yet I have so much trepidation going into this game of the unknown. Right. I'm excited about the unknown, and I'm also scared to death of the unknown, simply because we don't know what's going on, man. No. We don't know what we're going to see out there from either team. No. I mean, but what, what we did see last night was a pretty darn good Dak Prescott, man. All we kept hearing about all season long was that, you know, would he be fully healed from the ankle to start the season? And then we heard about the shoulder issue about a month or so ago and MRIs and all this stuff. Man, he looked really good last night in a losing he, effort. He was dropping dimes. Yeah, I, man. How about those receivers? Would you say? Shocked that they right. were able to throw the ball so easily. I know. I know. Hey, I mean, there's it, a lot of people out there right now that are pissed off right? with, with the over. There's way too uh, many yeah, points yards. scored in that yeah. game. <laughs> I'm one of them, by the way. Three Me too. On that. 58 and a half doesn't hit because that ass Brady has to win the damn game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. just excited for the Eagles. All well, right? Th- right. Think about all the points that were left on the board, too. I mean, Godwin dropped a touchdown. Then he fumbled another one going in that right. where they probably would have scored. Um, you know, Zerline missing kicks, missing extra points, field goals. I mean, there was points left on the board all over the place last night. Everywhere you look, there was something that, uh, you know, there was, I mean, just just altering the game. I mean, that's the worst game as far as, you know, I mean, Dallas loses yeah. and they get four turnovers. I know. And they lose. How do you do that? Yeah, they, they were uh, there were five turnovers in the game and four of them for Tampa Bay. Uh, you had 882 yards of offense. Uh, Dallas went one for four in the red zone. Is settling for you know field goal attempts. There were 19 accepted penalties. Way too much of Hockey Lee Jr. last night. <laughs> and and doesn't it take forever? Because I watched the game this morning and I'm zipping through it right. 
And it takes that crew forever to decide and call the penalty. They just love the, the camera time. I swear they to do, God, they, they love huddling up and, and talking amongst themselves. And then Hockley's got to separate himself from everybody and, you know, make the call. It's like, dude, he's worse than his old man. Right. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, his old man didn't have to talk much or, you know, do much. He just had to be seen. Right. Right. right, the gun. right. He the was gun all show. about exactly him yeah. coming out and then the cameras would just naturally flow right. to Oculus Senior because he was just this ripped dude who was such a... And then there was another guy who was ripped as well that was like, not Hockley, but... Well, there's a big guy in college, too, a big muscular guy that does right. like big 12 games. I forget what his name is. Well, Barrett, you know him then. No, not, not just I yet. I probably name. will. But yeah. look, man... I mean, hockey league, I mean, that's that's exactly what it did. I mean, then he wore his little sister's shirt or oh, yeah. his, his daughter's Extra shirt medium. to make it look better. Yeah, right. man. Medium. Yeah, he got that out of Brooks Kepka's closet. The right. medium, <laughs> medium shirt, you know, to, to rip over the gun. I'm surprised Ed Hockey League didn't put oil on his arms like Macho Man Randy uh, Savage back in the day. That? Oh, yeah. Assholes, right? Yeah. The only thing that's missing is that two-by-four with Jim Duggan. Okay, can you, thumbs up. Right? right, 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 right. But you know what? In all honesty, I could I could imagine seeing him outside <laughs> of the game. I mean, he's probably he's probably what was the um what was the old uh not this year but you know two years ago the the GM for the for the um for the, the Phillies what was his name? Well, the manager, Gabe the manager, Kapler. Sorry, Gabe yeah, Kapler. Kapler. yeah, he yeah. was Gabe Kapler. I bet she's just like him, man. Yeah, going right. around looking at all on him over yeah. his balls. Process hair, you know, his yeah. hair was, you know, processed to. No, it's a great point. He definitely chews his ice cream, then spits it out. Right, right. How about <laughs> that? That's a trait of yeah. a Kapler slash psychopath. You know, you know it. Oh, now, yeah. Joey B says it's Mike Defee. Okay. was the big muscled ref in the Big 12, and he's since retired. Okay. Got it. Okay. All right. So. Well, look, there's a ton here as we dive into a football front, the first official Philadelphia Eagles football front, yes. for damn sure. Hacksaw Jim Duggan in the house, absolutely. And I don't know if Jalen Hurts is going to come out leading the charge in Atlanta with his thumb up, yelling, oh! But we'll definitely see a new breed of energy, I, I think, on this team that we haven't seen at least in a year. I mean, look, look football last year, just look at it from, uh, I guess, a more conceptual standpoint of all of us, including those who got paid to watch this game, like Barrett and others last year. It was a job, and it wasn't yeah. just like it was a job for fans. Think about all that you had to do. You get your family up early, mm -hmm. you get them in the car, the RV, whatever it is. You get down there, you're parked, you're hanging out. Yes, but it's a lot. Like it goes into cooking and grilling and making sure that the right. meal is right. And then you go into the stadium. And you see that steaming pile of shit in front of you. And it's like, all for what? Yeah. You now you have to sit and tell your kid, your daughter, your son, like, don't, don't, this isn't what, this isn't Eagles football. Like, trust right. me, it's going to be different. But that's their first impression. I mean, it, right. it's such, it's such a change right now where I understand at least the, the feeling is electric. And I, I recognize that there's such a sense of newness that even the most staunch Negadelphian fellas couldn't pour piss on this parade. You're absolutely right, man. You know, at least, at least we have a, a new hope. You know, a new hope. I mean, we don't have to deal with that that Carson BS, man. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it was it was it was numbing. You know, just watching them play. Yeah, it, it just numbing your brain. I'm like, come on, man. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, you gonna hold the ball that long? Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. So let's hope we don't see this from from Jalen. 
you know, because he has he has the propensity to do that. He I likes know. to hold on to the ball, wait till the last minute. Yeah. Hopefully, he goes out there, runs the offense, and 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 gets the ball out on time. Well, yeah, and and hopefully, you know, our receivers. I know C.D. Lamb made some plays last night, but how about any drop balls did he have last night? Hopefully, our guys, you know, can hold hold on to the football because it's a really young group. There's no the veteran wide receiver in this group is a former quarterback at the University of Houston. Yep. Like he's the sage veteran voice in that room. Think about that for a second. Exactly. That exactly. doesn't happen much right, in man. the NFL. No, and, and those guys don't just come out and dominate either. Right. Like, and, and that's what I'm saying is just take caution. Uh, let me spin it. Like, let me spin it the other way. By the way, is there anything worse than trying to pick up an old piece of gum and it now turning into like glue that's on my hands and I can't oh. get it out? My day's ruined. <laughs> Day is absolutely ruined right now. But think about this. When it comes to this team, I think people are going to look at the first four games specifically and think, because this is what we do as well as other fans, but this is what we do, and think, oh, my God, this is a disgrace. You know, fire Sirianni. Nothing is going to happen. Now, three of those four games are going against the buzzsaw. And right. we just saw last night that even when Tampa Bay's defense, forget all, like Tampa's defense is much better than what they put out last night, right? So – at least they were last year, although they can't really stop throwing uh, to running backs, which could help Philadelphia, but that's on the side. My point being is that three of these four teams are going to be a buzzsaw. The one factor that I can't get over, and I'm not going to hold them accountable, so I'm trying to you know, walk the line here, is they are thoroughly unprepared for game one of the regular season. Some of it because they're just rookies to first year, to like quasi first year players, first year coach. And other because they didn't really get a lot of ones out there. The offensive line I love, don't get me wrong, but your point about not having vets and not having guys that really outside of like, you know, Ertz that in, in the passing core that really can stabilize stuff or, or no spots or just be in games versus not, I think it's going to be a big difference against Atlanta. So that's all I'm saying. Well, well let, me, let me say this, though. Let me say this. In my piece I wrote, you know, I, I'm looking at this team – all the unknowns. We don't know about this coaching staff, all these young players. But then I sat back and I thought about it while I was on the plane as I'm writing a piece. I'm like, they are veterans where there need to be veterans. They're veterans in the core. These are the same veterans from 2017 that allowed them to win the Super Bowl. And that's in the trenches. The guys in the trenches are the vets and the vets that we need. You got the Kelsey's, the uh, Brandon Brooks's, the Lane Johnson's. You no, know, even say Amalu's a vet now. You look at the defensive side of the ball. You got Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, even Derek Barnett. They are they are they are seasoned at the places they need to be seasoned, and that's where I find the most um, with 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 you know this game as far as the Eagles' ability to win is they are veterans in the trenches, and I think they beat the 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 uh, Falcons in that trenches. So I think that they have a legitimate shot of winning. Well, what about at the left tackle position though? Now I mean, we we bally, you know we've been talking you know glowingly about Jordan Mailata when compared to Andre Dillard. Okay. Like this is really his, this is really his time to see if he's really a starting left tackle, upper echelon starting left tackle in the NFL, just because he's better than Dillard doesn't mean that he's good enough. And that's, 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 that's great by you, Harry, because that is a sense that, you know, all right, he beat out Dillard, but who's, who's to say, you know, that, that you view at any of the other tackles, they could beat out Dillard at this point, you know, even the young guys, you know, right. young, young guys. Um, I'll say this. 
Like it's still an unknown is basically right, my point. Right, like right. we we don't I get your point about where they have veteran leadership in the trenches, but at the most important position, maybe on the offensive line, it's still a question mark. Well, you know what? You're absolutely right about that. And I can't say anything until he goes after this first yeah. game. I mean, he'll be going against means. Remember means? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. He he's he's the starter out there. I mean, he he does a hell of a job. Oh, he's been hurt um the past couple of years, but when he has went out there, he's been very, very productive. Yeah. He'll be going against means. And at this point, <clears throat> The intangibles are telling me and showing me that he's going to have a breakout year. Mm-hmm. That's what the that's what the the intangibles are telling me. But what he brings to the you know what he brings to the to the to the offensive line, what he brings as far as his talent and his ability to move and and, and block. All he needs to do is just connect it with his head. His body connects to his head, and he gets a mean streak about him. He'd be a dominant guy. I mean, I'd be looking at him to be for the next four or five years being an All Pro. Has that ever yes. worked? Come on. Has anybody ever developed a mean streak? Yeah, don't you, you just either have it or you don't? See, and, and look, th- it doesn't mean that you're a hey, mean Tom, you were you were you weren't supposed to think about that. You weren't supposed to say that, man. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Just, because look, people may people may who are familiar with our show, subscribers here to the Jacob Media YouTube channel who have already hit that thumbs up button and subscribe to the channel for all the shows that we have available here for you may look at you and be like, oh, man, Barrett, like, you're the nicest dude ever. You know, maybe you, maybe answering my question, that's somebody like Barrett, sure, on the show. Uh Uh-uh. Barrett, when that light goes on and when that helmet is on, he is as mean and as nasty and as low down as it gets, right? But my point being is that you were always that way on the field. So right, right. Have you ever seen, and I'm not downplaying your point because I agree with you. I think we all would love to see what happens with that. But I'm just curious, like, have you in your time ever seen that where somebody is, it's like Simmons, right? We're asking Simmons to develop this instinct of taking that outside shot, you know, knowing where he could be that killer. Well, nobody's ever done that in the league. I wonder if people have turned from soft to, or from putty to stone, if that makes sense. Well, he did put the ukulele down, so that's one thing going <laughs> his direction. But I'll say this. I have seen players that aren't exactly mean, but they're dominant players. Like, I I played with Max Starks. Max Starks is the nicest guy in the world. In yeah, fact, he was he's with us. Yep, if he sits down in the park, I promise you there'll be about three or four butterflies that'll come land on his shoulder. That's how nice he is, bro. <laughs> on the field, he's just as nice. He's going to help you up after he puts you on the ground but he's still going to put you on the ground. <laughs> and that's the biggest thing. You know, he's still going to go out there and play aggressively. He may not play mean, but he'll play aggressive. And that's what you want. If he can play aggressive, he doesn't necessarily have to be mean. You know what I mean? So I, I, at this point, like, for instance, um, L.A., Larry Allen. Larry Allen's the nicest guy in the world. But once he puts his hands on you, it's over. He's just a dominant guy, and he dominated people. He was still nice, but he was a dominating type of force. If I can get him to play like that, well, not me, you know, specifically, but if they can get him to play as a dominant player, I don't necessarily know if he'll be mean. Just put it like that. Like Brooks, Brooks is mean. Lane Johnson, mean. Mm-hmm. Even Kelsey is mean. You know, so, but, I, you know, he has all the intent, so that's, that's all I can say. I will see come Sunday. I can't wait to see it. Me too, man. That's yeah. that's a huge battle. By all, and I'm not talking about internally, just as far as a, a major difference maker to give Jalen Hurts some time and for guys to get down the field, and we'll see how much they stretch it. I, I yeah. still think Zach Hurts is going to be the hero here. Like, if we did the Monday headlines or whatever. Oh, this before, week, you think? Absolutely. This, okay. this He's going to – because here's the thing. 
the Falcons are awful against that position. So they're right. already allocating a lot of their bad resources to trying to fix one area. That means that they're going to have their worst of the worst resources allocated to Ertz. Ertz didn't forget how to play football, man. He just forgot right. how to deal with his hair. <laughs> Although I can't, I can't knock it now. Kelsey's blonde here. That's right. So, so yeah. this is the truth. I didn't see that. Is oh it? yeah, yeah. He's deep dyed his hair now too. I think we need to get you either to grow whatever hair you can and dye it blonde, or just put you in a blonde wig on Fridays. What right? about the beard? Well, I, I mean, Barrett's oh. beard go blonde. I don't know how that will go over in the household there. I can't <laughs> I can't make a bet for Barrett he can't cash, Harry. Right, but, right. Look, 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 I got gray hair, so I don't think gray hair you can't you no, can't really dye hair. gray hair. So. You can't dye it? What do you mean? Gray say it's hard to dye gray hair. There's a there's a radio host that does it every day. What are you talking about? <laughs> Wait a second, who's that? Oh, come on. <laughs> We all know. We all see it. We all see okay. it. <laughs> but here's my question. Um, they're going to be playing in a dome, okay? And at least for week one, the Atlanta Falcons fan base is going to be excited, okay? And it's going to be loud in there. So my question is, how are they going to be able to handle the noise, silent counts, and all that kind of stuff with young quarterbacks, young receivers, all that sort of thing? And that's going to be – that's something that, you know – the average fan doesn't think about, but it's definitely something that you you have to be aware of. I'm, I'm sure they went in the indoor mm-hmm. and cranked up the you know cranked up the tunes you know so you can hear because you when you're in those type of stadiums you're in those type of situations. I have been in games like in Minnesota, uh, um, you know when when I'm I'm gonna date you all the way back. We played against Seattle in that dome, mm-hmm. and it was so loud in there that you couldn't hear the guy that's right next to you. Right. Like I'm trying to talk to my left guard, Guy McIntyre, mm-hmm. and he could not hear me anything I'm saying. It's almost like we were using sign language. That was the we old living, kingdom. Yeah, the old yeah, kingdom. That place yeah. was a dump. It fell apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fell. yeah. He could not hear me. I could not hear him. We couldn't hear even. The, you know, it's hard to hear the play in the huddle. That's how loud it was, especially in um in Minnesota where they used to pump in fan noise. Mm-hmm. You know, before they just you know they they got caught doing it and they stopped doing it. But they used to pump in crowd noise just to make it louder in there. Right. You cannot hear people next to you. Imagine being there and it's so loud you can feel it in your chest. Mm. I mean, it's just loud. That's and- like Kevin Kincaid last night at the Sovereign Center in Reading watching <laughs> Judas Priest start their tour. That's what it sounded like. We got to uh, push it all out. We got to stop giving him pub until he starts giving us pub. I know what? we're. I know we're doing stuff off this channel, which we're not going to get into, but I haven't seen a post from him on either of, of Harry and I, let alone right? Harris. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so, so maybe maybe we need to hey, – he's too busy working on this deep state thing from the Philadelphia Inquirer. Right. Well, you know, I, I, I want to know, did he have makeup and everything on, you know, since he was a Judas Priest concert? Did he have makeup on? I like his nails and stuff. You know, did he do that? He probably, he probably brought out the leather jacket. Wait a second. How do you know such an intricate detail of what's happening at a Judas Priest concert? I remember man? that stuff, man. I remember that. Stuff. From I, what? I, I, From I the played, concert you went to? No, I played with with um with Steve Everett. Yeah. Center. Steve was all into Judas Priest, Megadeth, um, Motley Crue, all that stuff, man. He would Love listen to everything, Crue. and he he would he would be just like that. I mean. He'd have the old, he'd have the oily hair because he never washed his hair. He's out yeah. there, you know, rocking his head, all that stuff, man. I'm like, dude, come on. You know, he kind of reminds me, of the, you know, the guy that you played with of the, the Tampa Bay center. 
Yeah. Oh, love him. That guy with the red hair. He was getting into it last night. Bro, he was whooping ass and taking <laughs> names, man. How about Vita Vea, man? Dude, oh, did you see oh that guy God. collapse the pocket? Gigantic. He is strong. Yeah. The unstoppable force. For force. He could. They couldn't stop him from. Nope. If he wanted to go one way, yeah. there was no, nothing that could stop him. He was like a force that just couldn't be stopped at all, man. They tried to block him. They double team him. If he wanted to go that way, he was going that way, man. Even if it's the wrong way, he's going that way, man. I couldn't believe how strong he played yesterday. I mean, I, I knew he was a, a, a great guy that's going to honk her down. Mm-hmm. But he did not stop once he got up the field. I mean, they could not stop him in the fourth quarter. Nope. He's the one that wanted for him in the fourth quarter. Yep. Now, uh, was it offensive pass interference that was went uncalled or not? Yes. It looked like a push to me. It did. It was a here, push. Here's the thing. Yeah. Somebody it's got, a push. <laughs> I got screwed over, by the way, with that final play because it allowed that kick to happen. Right. But. I mean, this is where I think the blend of sports betting comes to where people who have been talking about it and experiencing it and laying wagers forever, you never blame. And and look, I I know you have been doing this forever, Harry, because so often when we've done shows together or the three of us and refs have come up, you've always downplayed it no matter yeah. what side it's been on because I can't tell you how much money I've won off of bad calls. Yeah, off of it happens. Missed calls. It happens. So yeah. unless I'm rooting for the team as a fan, like I had no fan interest in that last night. I right. nope. maybe wanting to see Dallas well, lose, which we got. Right. As an Eagle fan, we like yeah. that. It was not an offensive right. pass interference because the Dallas Cowboys are 0-1. You know? Oh, I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely okay with that. But I hate to do it to my boy AI, man. I hate to do Iverson? it. Yeah, man. You know he's a Dallas fan. You know I've been killing him for years, man. But you know, did you see his post? No, I did not. Oh what, man, on, on Twitter? Yeah, on Twitter, man. I oh, hate to do geez. it to him, man. I did. You know, he there those those what are those victories that you know those shoulda coulda woulda victories? He gave him that type of thing, man. Uh, I, like, I, a, I, like a moral victory? Yeah, moral victory. That's a shoulda coulda woulda victory. That's what oh, that was. Man. You see that? Let me see. Oh, he's got I a love picture. y'all. Oh, yeah. yeah. I loved y'all for 41 years out of the 46 years I've been living. I'm Dang. proud of y'all. We wouldn't be America's team if we weren't the greatest. People hate us because the word love, the world love us, except the small percentage that don't. I love my 2021 team and a picture of Dak Prescott. Stop it, oh, man. Oh, my God. Stop it. Stop it. What is going on here? What Come is on, that? Man. Come right. on. Well, look, didn't we just talk about this, though, with uh, Nick Sirianni? Right. Like that's, you know, he's true to his squad. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Like, you can't. This is how I would flip it. By the way, that Coastal Carolina line is up to 26 and a half. I told you at 25 to get in on that. Here's what I would say, though, <laughs> about Allen Iverson, right? Yeah. We've known this forever, as Barry right. said, that he's a cow. So don't get upset when he roots for his team. Like I would say, don't go ape shit when he is like out there for a 73rd Sixers home game in a row. Ringing the bell. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, you know, get excited. That's your guy. I understand that. But don't be mad when he then roots for his team that he grew up for. Like, who knows if he roots for the Sixers or not? He's getting paid for the Sixers. So obviously right. he's going to say that. Right, right. You know? Yeah, but the thing is, is I didn't even see that post until Barrett pointed my attention to it. Right, so man, I would have rather right. not seen it. Well, now you're all upset here? <laughs> no, I'm not upset. No. I just hate uh, to do it to him, man. Yeah. You know, come on, man. I didn't yeah. realize it was like that. Now. They lost. Yeah, yeah. The moral yeah. victory thing, man, I, I can't get past that. Just like if, 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 if 
The Eagles lose. They yeah. just lost. Yeah. That's it. You know what I'm saying? They well, just lost. Here's a question. What in the world was McCarthy thinking when his kicker had already missed a field goal and an extra point, kicking the ball from midfield no, with like 15 seconds, 20 seconds, or whatever it was left on the clock, knowing you're probably going to miss that kick. I mean, the odds of making a 60-yarder, I don't care if you've got enough leg, is pretty slim. And you're going to give the ball back to Tom Brady at midfield with enough time to run a couple of plays. That was beyond stupid. You know what's even more beyond stupid than that? The mere fact that on first down, he decided to throw the ball, which yes. stopped the clock. Yeah. Was that ignorance or what? Ignorance. You don't do that. You run the ball <laughs> to get the clock better. going. Now the now the clock is in your favor because you're running time down. That was a play that was just nothing. You know what I'm saying? It they it was it only let five seconds off the clock. Yeah, five seconds. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You could have ran the ball, and that'd have been like 30 seconds that would have been removed from the clock just by running yeah. the ball in that instant. I mean that yeah. that's that's just that just goes to show how smart this guy is. What is wrong with him, man? Yeah, I love it that he does that, but. Right. That's crazy, man. That's it's simply crazy. And I love Arians, but uh, why did he challenge that play in the second quarter, which was like a first down play that gained like four yards or whatever? What, what's he challenging that for? The odds of winning the challenge, and what's the benefit of winning the challenge? Right. Really? And then he didn't call that. He didn't uh, try right. to challenge at the end of the game. Right. Where you know, I mean, come on, man, you got to challenge stuff <laughs> like that because it, it, it went in their favor. That's the best part about it is, is like you could still see some of these decisions that were being made. By the way, shout out to Joey B in the living room. But you could still see not the living room. That's what I, I was waiting on that. <laughs> I, I don't even know where I was going. Joey B, you're <laughs> in the living room. You are in the living room. <laughs> and look, the wife said, who are these guys? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Oh, no, no, no. I, I'm sorry. I, now I'm totally derailed on that. <laughs> Love it, Joy B. I don't even remember the point I was making there. But, no, I, I think just uh, let, let me reset my whole mind after that one. I haven't done a Sunny Hill in a long time. Oh, man. Classic. Uh, best story I ever heard. No, actually, we don't have time. What's that? that? No, no, I'm not going to. We have to break. I'll tell you. Right. I'll tell you in the break here All coming right. up. But no, I, I think just looking at everything that we have in front of us and seeing what we saw last night, I, I will caution people to think that week one is going to be some amazing shootout. But what I will say, though, is, look, I don't know how much of an impact, lasting impact this will have, but. Something in me says that the difference of not having fans last year gave a little bit of an edge to road teams. Meaning, if you look at week one last year, they split. It was 8-8 mm. eight eight road games because there was no home field advantage. Right. So, Nobody in the building. Yeah. yeah. And I think about this, Barrett and, and Harry, for us watching it, Barrett being out there, you've gone through a season where you've played eight, maybe more, depending on how good your team was games on the road where there's no longer that real fan advantage. And it's kind of like being afraid of the dark and then spending a night without a nightlight and then kind of laughing at the dark mm -hmm. moving forward. It's like, nah, I don't know that. I don't know that. Like we'll get Barrett's thoughts on that and talk about that coming up back in three. Make sure you like hit that smash away on that thumbs up button. Subscribe to our Jacob media YouTube channel as well. All here on the middle. 
Hey, Eagles fans, if you're a subscriber to the Jacob Media YouTube channel, you are already registered to win a pair of season tickets for the upcoming season. That's right. You could win a pair of season tickets for the upcoming 2021 season just for being a subscriber. If you're watching and you're not a subscriber, do it now. Subscribe to the Jacob Media YouTube channel right now. What do you need to do? Subscribe right now. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. I just watched that Murphy bunting injury again. You see that last night when he dislocated his elbow? Yeah, it was bad. Wow. Yeah. Doing it. Um, again and again. I know. I, mean, I, I know. It's like, let's replay this play. Oh, yeah, that's right. That guy lost his arm. No. <laughs> Jesus. <Terrible. laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness, man. Now, I don't know if this is a good sign or not, but – 
recently, and he's doing it right now. I don't want to maneuver him and ruin the moment. But recently, as I've been holding my child and doing this show, he has started to laugh a lot at just, I guess, me talking and, and my reactions and everything. Oh, yeah. So I, I think that's a good sign that he's not crying and wailing away at the sound of my voice. Oh, yeah, that's a but positive. It's probably not going to be good for my wife and, and others in the house. <laughs> who are, he's probably just going to be banned down here and be like, oh, you're the only one who can take this guy. Right. So you go ahead and hang Both of you. Get in the basement. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> oh, my. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, man. Now, I wanted to show you this thing here because there are a couple of pretty cool, like, futures that surround the Philadelphia Eagles that I was willing to – I was willing to place a wager on something at plus 9,000. Do you think, just right off the bat, what percentage would you give, especially after seeing Dallas last night? And this is where I think everything changes, right? We could talk about the division until we're blue in the face or the cows come home or whatever other idiom you'd like to use there applied. <clears throat> Point being is that we didn't have anything really in front of us except for just theory. Now we at least have one team who's played. Right. How, like, forget how confident, just percentage wise. Like, what percent would you put it that the Philadelphia Eagles win the division? Uh, not a snowball chance in hell. Uh, yeah, I'm, less than zero. 20. So Just a non-zero, but less than well, – well, what is it, though? Less than 20. There's, there's 15%. Right, I was going to go 18. 15%. 18. Now, that's yeah. an interesting number. All right, 18. Yeah. Let's go with 18. <laughs> 18. Okay. It's legal. It is legal. All right. A lot of things. Let's keep things legal here. Okay. So right, 18, right, right. 18%. Now, if that hits, I think it stands to reason here that, and I'm going to pull this up because this is a pretty cool bet, and I'm just looking at it here. Now, again, this is going to be capped, so I want you guys to understand that you know that we're not making a ton of money off of this bet, right. but it, it's something that could happen. What are the limits on some, on stuff like, like twenty five bucks? Probably, I'll tell you. Right oh, really? Now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, now look, we're talking about a plus nine thousand. It's actually ten bucks. We're talking about a plus 9,000 bet. So it's basically just throwing $10 away with the small chance that you'll make $900 off of it. But mm -hmm. here's what happened. All right. All right. It's, but hold on, Barrett. It's not just winning the division because the bet for the Eagles winning the division is significantly less of a return for than plus 9,000. What also has to happen, and I think these two go hand in hand. Like, I don't see the Eagles winning the NFC East and Devontae Smith not winning Offensive Rookie of the Year. Does that right. make sense? Yes. Makes so that's the parlay that needs to happen in order for plus 9,000 to hit. Mm. Okay. Which I think you're basically betting the Eagles to win the NFC East at plus 9,000. So, well, yeah, yeah. Just because they win the division, which is not considered a good division again, right. That does that really mean? I know I get your point that Devonte Smith would have to play really, really well in order for the Eagles to win the division. But I don't know that that makes him offensive rookie of the year, because you're looking at you know better players, you know other players around the league that play in tougher divisions that might have great seasons too. Well, I think so so go yeah, ahead. you're you're looking at this instance where you're dealing with a quarterback, you know, a rookie quarterback starting in New England. Um, potentially a rookie quarterback coming maybe in, in Chicago. We're in a job in Chicago, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you know, I mean, you got uh, in in New New Cincinnati. York the Jets. Yeah, the Jets. Well, Jets also. The Jets. 
You got yeah. Cincinnati. Yep. Then you have Cincinnati. You know the receiver from Cincinnati. He's supposed to be pretty good this year. Jacksonville well, too. What, what Jacksonville Lawrence yeah. has a great year. Right. Right. You right. Know? Right. Look, Trevor. What's What's a great year though? You know, Trevor Lawrence having a great year. I it's mean, five it's, games. They win five games is a great year for Trevor Lawrence. Okay, but from a number standpoint, if Devontae Smith is cracking a thousand yards and is putting up eight, nine touchdowns, like again, he's not going to disappear. And I don't think that winning the division, this is my leap here, is that I don't think winning the division means that, you know, Dallas Goddard has this all pro season mm -hmm. and Devontae Smith gets forgotten. There really isn't any other receiver outside of two tight ends that you'd make the, that I could make the argument. Would be dominant, right? As far as the performance. Oh, Jamar Chase. No, no, no. I'm saying on the Eagles. Oh, on the, on the Eagles. Eagles. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're so, right. So that's that's where I think the just this is a volume bet, right? Right. Jamar Chase has Boyd and Higgins on right, that. Right. Right. And Joe right. Burrow is going to throw the ball 50 times a game. Joe Mixon will run a lot too, but don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know, this is a volume play. Is Waddle? Are you going to bet on Jalen Waddle's quarterback? No. Right? No. No, but I might bet Pitts uh, to be offensive rookie of the year, and the Falcons don't even that's sniff the division championship. You know what, right. Harry? That, that's right. that's a great one. And, yeah. and look, I don't think my argument is airtight, and that's why I'm only capped out at ten dollars. No, it's just discussion. You know, we just talk this through. Yeah. But uh, you know, I see what you're saying. Um, but did you see? Did you talk about Jamar Chase? I was reading something yesterday that he's annoyed that the balls are different from college to pro, that they don't have the white stripes on them, and he can't see it as easily. So what? that's that's not a good sign. Oh, I hate to do it to him. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's worse yeah. than AB in his helmet. You, see, yeah. he, you know, he played a lot of night games when he played at LSU, and it was easy to pick up the ball, I guess, with the white stripes spinning his right. way. But now the balls, you know, the Duke doesn't have white stripes on it. So, you know, not the white crazy. stripes. That was yeah, a pretty yeah. good band back in oh, the day, hey, yeah. which has just been reduced, unfortunately, to one song. Yeah, right. I don't like red. What's that? They're not a one hit. One no, hit. no. Oh, they sing that song? I oh, yeah. 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 Well, well yeah. give me a band or a group that is clearly not a one hit wonder to the non casuals, but has been reduced to a one hit wonder. Hmm. Uh, Eurythmics. I, Eurythmics. Yeah. Well, Barrett, man. You wow. are a with like. Sweet <laughs> Dreams. Is that your one hit? Yeah, one that's hit. one hit. Yeah. 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 Man. But not by any means. Right. You know, and wow, you go. Wow. Annie Lennox <laughs> and for the Judas win. Priest. He has had a Judas <laughs> Priest conference, a concert reference and an Annie Lennox reference here. <laughs> like, let's just shut the show down. And we're 37 minutes in. Seriously, right. I don't know how we can get any better. At this oh, point. there's a good one. Stevie Jones says the Stray Cats. Okay, no, oh, yeah, one hit wonder. Well, stray I mean, cats. the Stray Cat Strut, Strut, I think, yeah. would, would, is the song he's probably referencing, but now, they had a bunch of other good ones, right? You have to hum it. Stray Cat Strut, hey, hey, man, I'm a real Casanova, hey, yeah. man. That's <laughs> Great cat Oh God, <laughs> Brian Setzer. Because then he had the Brian Setzer Orchestra, not the Brian Seltzer Orchestra. No. Yeah. Although he he would definitely have a oh, crew behind him. Oh, he would. Seltzer ever was. I could see form. Brian Seltzer being a band leader. Couldn't you? Yeah, and I could see Kevin Kincaid playing the drums. <laughs> Right. Yeah, Kikade put out a video the other night of he's playing rat round and round with the drums, and he's got a camera over top of him. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, 
that's truly amazing. That's way too many mentions for him. He's he, we, I we, we, you, yeah. I, I apologize. I told now this line is dropped. So if you like the Eagles initially at plus four, that value is gone. Yeah, it's three and a half, right? Well, it's back up to three and a half, but it was at three for a little bit. Mm. So you're still back to where we were. And look, I mean, initially this thing was what a four point open because yeah. they knew that people in Philadelphia and South Jersey would destroy a four-point line because we don't know any better. Right. So, You're absolutely right. Not going to be also be sharp syndicates uh, playing around with the number. Well, it could you know? be. And I, like, I, I don't disagree with that by any means. I'm just saying as far as like knowing where the public is as far as in this area and how heavy we bet on our own teams, I wouldn't be surprised if they opened it at four just as bait. Mm. And sharps are definitely going to come in and take advantage of it, right? Right, right. And say, oh, well, that doesn't make sense. You know, let me let me look at that. You know, the, the, the Falcons last year, and I don't know how much of 2020 for either one of these teams we can really uh, go on, but last year they lost nine of their 10 games uh, decided by a touchdown or less. Nine of 10? Oh. They lost nine of 10. They were, what, four and 12 last year. Well, 10 of their games were decided by a touchdown or less, and they lost nine of them. Wow. Well, that means that means they were a lot better than than we were because we got blew out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Eagles gave up twenty seven points nine times, twenty seven points or more nine times last year as a defense, and they scored twenty seven points or more only twice. Wow, amazing, yeah. telling, very telling. Yeah, you know, because yeah. uh, defensive coordinators when they go into a game, like the magic number for a defensive coordinator is seventeen. Yeah, if they can keep an opponent opponent to under seventeen points, then you usually win the game in the NFL. So that's mm -hmm. like the magic mark for most defensive coordinators. So you know, headed to a game, if you're averaging ten points over the um, to the magic number, then you, of course you're gonna lose. Of course you're gonna, you're gonna lose, lose a lot of games. You'll only win four games. <laughs> no, it's it's that's ridiculous, man. Well, that's I mean, Cleveland. That's that's a big thing on Cleveland, right? They forced a lot of turnovers last year, and, and I think they were really good as far as, like, turnover differential and also playing in a lot of tight games, a lot of, like, mm -hmm. single-digit losses in their games. So that's where I think a lot of people are looking at them as a strong team this year so long as Mayfield doesn't really screw it up. Yeah, yeah unfortunately. Because you a running game, man. You've got two guys you can go to consistently. Right. You've got a couple, you know, Beckham's <laughs> back. Mm-hmm. They've got Chubb, Landry, you, got, you know. Yeah. Hunt. Yeah. Oh. Ends. Yeah. Unfortunately, they probably start the season 0 and 1. Who do they play first? Kansas City. Uh, yeah. I like yeah. them over that In line, Kansas though. City. I, I mean, like them with the number, but I, th I think they lose the game. Uh, they definitely going to lose the game. Definitely going to lose the game. You think so? There's no shot you give them? No, no. I can't see. I mean, can you really see them going into to, to Kansas City and um and 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 winning the game? Yeah. When Andy Reid's had how many months to prepare for the Cleveland Browns? Right. Right. <laughs> and, I also and, so okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Barrett. He's 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 won the last four games. He's run his first four games the last four years. Mm -hmm. He's like, what is it? What is um the numbers crazy? That he's won the last four years, he's won all four of his first um, start starting four games. Yeah, I mean, something crazy like that because he brings in his team the most prepared out of any team in the NFL. That's why you see Patrick Mahomes playing in the preseason because those guys are right. ready to play to open the season. 
You know, how about that? You know, let's well, picture that, man, to win four games, 4-0 four and oh, for the last four years. That's ridiculous, man. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Four opening opening weeks. Yeah, four opening weeks. They're four, they're four and oh the last four years. Now let me ask you this. What was the cover scenario on that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't be shocked if they were one and three or something like that on the cover. Yeah, you, you, you know? could be right on that. Look, we saw this last night. The one the one thing I thought we could count on the most was the worst thing to bet on, and that was the Bucks defense. Like the Bucks barely even touched Dak. With all of that ability to hit to to get pressure, Barry, I think you're muted. Yeah, and and when they did, when they did send guys, Dallas did a pretty good job of picking it up with their running backs. Yeah. Right. I yeah. Mean, that was a major, I thought a major plus last night was taking advantage of no Zach Martin, a banged mm-hmm. up Lyle Collins, and instead, what you had was a defense that looked tired. Yeah. A defense that legit looked tired at the end at the at that game, like to start this to start the game. And I don't mean tired, like you know, hands on hips, gassed. I mean like they played a lot of football last year. Exactly. Right. So wouldn't shouldn't we expect the same thing from the other team that played a lot of football last year? That's all I'm saying. Maybe Cleveland can catch them. That's all. You know, maybe Cleveland can catch them like Floyd, Jake Paul in that third round or whatever <laughs> the Paul was he caught. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think it's more so. Um. I mean, this team is high. I mean, that, that Cleveland team is, is very high on what they're about to do this year. I mean, they feel as though nobody can stop their run game. And now they have a full complement of receivers now. You know, even a you know a pretty good tight end. What's his name? Uh, Nduku or something like that. So, I mean, they have, a, they have everything. Njoku. Yeah. They have, they have a, you know, a, a really good offense and a really good defense. So that's the workings of being pretty good, man. So, I mean, they're going to be competitive. I just don't think they'll be – up the par with, with, with Kansas City. Kansas City's a little pissed off because they lost in the Super Bowl. They're going into this game, you know, pissed off even more so because they lost in the Super Bowl. Uh, they feel as though they have something to prove. And I think, that, you know, they just get the they just get a, a, a really great game out of Cleveland but not good enough to win. Yeah, real quick, we're talking about the Chiefs and Andy Reid's record for no, not the Packers or, or another team. So that was that was a question on the chat. Just wanted to clear that up. Yeah, I I understand it, man. I I think five and a half, I'm good with taking the Chiefs or just staying away. Mm-hmm. It was at six. Six, six and, and a half, I'd take the Browns. I, that's what I mean. Like six, yeah. six and a half, I think Cleveland just by nature is going to keep games close this year. Because they run and, the ball. Yeah. Just, yeah. And they won't and give great up. Defense. Yeah. Great defense. Yep. Yeah, yeah, great defense. They, and they won't give up. Like they won't abandon. And look, it's not like Nick. Chubb has two pieces or slabs of stone for hands and you can't throw him the football. Right. You know, it, it, people make it out like, oh, you know, you'll never catch a pass and all this other stuff. But how about last night, though, by the way, the easiest thing to call, I think, for all of us, including our buddy Jackson Avian and others like myself, I think Harry, who got screwed royally just by betting the under week one, week game one. But how about the easiest one to call them all? And that was Zeke. Just not being anything. Yeah. Like just being limited. <laughs> I mean, the, the prop was, I think, 53 and a half rushing yards. And wow. it was juiced to the over. Way I under. To myself, like, how, how do you not? That was the one area that we knew not having Zach Martin was going to be an obvious impact. Yeah. It was okay. incredible. I mean, they were just th- throwing the ball, both teams, all over the place. I mean, they had four receivers, two on each side that had 100 plus yard gains, and Gronkowski had 90. 
Right, right. So that's right. almost five receivers with hundred yard games. That's unbelievable. Right. And look how many um um look how many drops were through through the game also with CD, all the drops on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. And Godwin, yeah. 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 Oh, and you know, and Evans really was a non-factor. Nope. Oh my God, it killed yeah. him on multiple levels. Yeah. What's the element of that? What the hell was I doing? That was crazy. Hey, what's happened to him? Like seriously, he has just disappeared in an offense that still spreads the ball around. His numbers are he, he's not he's not he's he's not he's not healthy, man. You don't think? No, no. You can tell yesterday he's definitely not healthy. You know, so you know, I, I that that that's that I definitely picked that up early. You know, because I mean, he he's he's the dominant force, man, and he showed me absolutely nothing this last game. So yeah, I have to say he's not healthy, and that's the only reason why he's not playing uh, up to the Bills we know him play at. So as they go forward, if he gets more healthier, then that offense is really going to take off. Right. That's crazy that they didn't even really have to use him last <laughs> night much, and they still put up that amount of offense. That's that's exactly. pretty incredible. Well, this is yeah. it, though. I mean. I think, and Chris Collinsworth mentioned it last night on the broadcast, and he used the word stuff. I don't know if I'd technically use the word stuff, but he said, to, to paraphrase, outside of the off-the-field stuff, Oh yeah, Antonio Brown was one of the best, if not the best wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah. So, so that's huge right there. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, if, if he can, uh, if Brady can keep him out of trouble, uh, you know, <laughs> for 17, 18 more weeks, get to the playoffs. Babysitting a grown man. That's what he's doing. Babysitting a grown man. That's ridiculous. Man. It is. It is. You got to babysit him? Come on, man. You know, not, I, mean, not, you, I, I know you have to hold my hand every once in a while, you know, to walk me through this, man. But damn, come on, man. Now, did you see, because I never saw this video before, but they showed it last night, Gronkowski, when he's back in college, oh, catching yeah. that ball out of the helicopter like 600 feet in the air. Yeah. I never saw that before. Oh, I saw it because I did a game uh, back when he was in college. I um, uh, Arizona. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I saw that when you know when he when he did the game. I was, that was crazy, man. Yeah, crazy out of a helicopter. Yeah, it was pretty. It's pretty crazy. And then he does Only, the big spike, the Gronk spike. But who who knows that you can do that, man? I know. How do you come up with that? Like, where does <laughs> right. that where does that challenge come from, Aton? Hey, you know, let's take a helicopter, six hundred feet in the air, and drop a football. See if you can. In the middle it. of the day, in the middle of the day in right. Arizona, where it's just the heat is at the, the, the you yeah. know the top of, of. I was crazy. Yeah, it was pretty nuts. I don't, yeah, and you know the other dumb thing that uh, jumped out at me last night when they do the introductions for the both teams' offense and defense as they're going through the first quarter. It was a lot of Penn State, man. Oh, yeah. A lot of Penn State players. Yes, On both sides. More so than any other team, you think? I, oh, yeah. It was right up there. Penn State, it, was, was that game sponsored by Penn State last night? <laughs> <laughs> you would have thought. And James Franklin was loving that. I know he was, man. I mean, he's, he better get it going or, you know, he might be out of there, man. He better get it going. Well, no, no. no. I, if he's out of there, he's just going to get wooed from somewhere else. Well, that's what I – yeah, yeah. you're absolutely right. Yeah, or USC or something, yeah, something USC's like that. But uh, uh, I just saw that the Big 12 has officially invited BYU, UCF, Cincinnati, and Houston into the conference. Really? And it'll, it'll be effective in the 2023-2024 season. Wow. Wow. So 24. Okay. Yeah. So the AAC, the American, is cooked. 
cooked right now. Literally boiled and cooked. What are they going to do? Invite some Conference USA squads? San Jose State or something. Jeez. Well, does that 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 kind of, that almost puts us out of the 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 what do you call it? The Big Five or whatever you call it, the Power Five. The power that'll Five. Us, oh yeah. That'll put power. us out of the Power Five. Oh, yeah. We won't be the Power Five anymore, man. No. We got those teams in the in the in the um, Big Twelve. Right. Yeah, I mean, you're, I mean, you're trading Oklahoma and Texas for like Cincinnati and Houston. Yeah. You know. Well, yep. Cincinnati, I like Cincinnati. Man. Yeah, I mean, Cincinnati's really good this year, but I mean, yeah. can, you know, can that be they sustainable? They put out some players too. They put out some players. Man. Well, a lot of a lot of the AAC teams get guys yeah. into the pros. Yep. But wow, I can't All believe right. that, man. BYU no, too. I don't think yeah, BYU. BYU's gonna do it. Nope. What no, do you I mean? don't think so. You don't think? No. Nah. no Why? Think so. You like BYU, Harry? Well, I mean, to be in the conference? I mean, you, know, you got those grown men playing, man. I, I don't think we would want to do that. They don't want to be governed by them, man. No, they got no, their no. own thing going on. I mean, they, their basketball team is in the is in that Big West conference with like Gonzaga or not Big right. West. It's uh, what do they call Mount it? Mount West. They? No. Mount West. Oh, geez, I forget. Are they? Aren't oh, they in the, Gonzaga's league? The uh, it's the West Coast Conference. That's it. That's it. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, that's a that's you know, that's terrible. Big Twelve yeah. basketball is pretty good. Yeah, and it's yeah. about money. I mean, you're not getting yeah. any money here. You know, right. no, nothing like that at all. You're not getting any money. You're not getting anything along the lines of Big Twelve cash right. by any means. So no, by you know, you're fine. You know, all right. So second hour. Uh, I, you know, hold on a second. T- just give me a second here. Listen, to, listen to Teddy. Did you hear that? <laughs> Teddy, you he's, it's, it's the loudest he's been. He's he's fired up for a football Friday. Oh, that's what it is, man. It is. He's ready. He's gonna have the, he's gonna have the cigars out, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Henny <laughs> <Hitting> on tap. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of cigars, I was given a cigar after uh, you know we got the check for dinner last night. They give you they gave me a nice cigar. And how'd you uh, play? What do you? What's that? I mean, uh, not how'd you play, but uh, you can play in this weekend. But how did how did how did your little dinner go? With oh, you it was fantastic, man. man. This Eddie years, v, this Eddie V's place is off the charts. Good, man. Okay, I'll tell you. Okay. Have you ever tried it? Have you ever eaten at one of these? No, I haven't. Well, my wife no, had been to the one in Nashville and uh-huh. said it was really, really good. So I'm like, let's go to the one in King of Prussia. And I'm telling you, the drinks are great. They they did this thing uh, for an old fashioned, you know, with whiskey. Where they yeah, smoke, yeah. they smoke the glass. They bring this little like piece of wood over with the glasses turned upside down, and then the bourbons in a, in the big shot glasses, and then they got like the orange and the cherries and all this stuff in the middle. And the guy takes a torch and he he starts a little fire and puts the glass over top, and it smokes the inside of it. And then they pour the bourbon in. But dude, it was so good. I've tried one of those before, but I forget what restaurant it was in. Oh yeah. It was pretty good, man. It, it was, it, it was really like a good. new experience, you right? Know, a new, right, a new taste to uh to the liquor, right? And they got they got wine out the wazoo in this place. We ordered a bottle of wine. <laughs> it was just awesome. <laughs> Service was great. I need an endorsement there. <laughs> you got to do some live reads for Eddie V's. There we go. There I we just go. did one. Eddie Vedder. <laughs> Eddie, yeah, Eddie Vedder. Yeah. Is that who it is? Is that no, who it's named no, after? No. Oh. Who's who's the it's, Eddie? Maybe he's an Eddie Vetter fan. Maybe. Do we know? No, I don't. I don't know. Let me let me check. 
It's primarily they're primarily seafood, but they also you know do a lot of steaks and stuff. Well, too. Seafood's my. I thing, had Chilean sea bass, which was just ridiculously good. Oh, now I need that, man. I need that in my life, man. Since yeah. I'm out here, see, I'm out here, dog. Where are you? You're in I'm Pittsburgh. In, I'm, in, I'm in Pittsburgh, so I gotta find somewhere I can go get me a nice Chilean sea bass. Now, got to. Yeah, I'm not gonna get it at a quick trip. No. <laughs> Is there a White Castle out there? No, it's not, man. He's no, already. You definitely have staked out, though. If there is, <laughs> I know that for sure. Right. I'll try. Yeah, house. there is a Waffle House, but there's no. Um, there's there's no. Where are you? White Castle. Like what? I'm actually out in Moon. This is like oh, Moon. This is Pittsburgh, but this is Moon. I'm out in yeah. Moon. I'm moon at the Double Tree in Moon. Of course, you know when I when I when I check in, you know I was kind of rushing to get in, but then when I'm getting in, I slow down just enough to make sure that I got two, two. Of the double tree cookies. Oh, They're, dude. When you first get it, it's warm, dogs. So I had to eat the first one I ate warm, but I'm gonna wait till after after um we get off the show and I'm gonna eat the second one, man. But wow. absolutely amazing, man. These cookies, man, these warm cookies you get from the double tree. Is there little, like is there like a his, now. historical marker out there uh signifying that that's where John Calipari grew up? I don't know. I have Moon. to check it out. I don't know. Moon yeah. PA. Yep, that's where he's from. I didn't know that. Yeah. Moon Township. Now, what? Where's Teddy now? Uh, he's upstairs. He's. Nah. It's just. It's difficult. That's all. Like, there, there's a lot going on here. So yeah. I'm trying to maximize time and and do like two, three things at once. Right. So unfortunately, he's up. He'll probably be back once he's once he's chilled out. But I don't bro, know. Today's bro, just put it like this. Problem. So <clears throat> put it like this, man. When I was uh when I was having my kids back in the day, um, the boss lady would say, "Hey, I carried him for nine months." That means you have to take care of them for the, these nine months. Wow. So whether it was whether it was it was football or not, I was getting up in the middle of the night and going to get uh Izzy and all wow. of them. You know what I'm saying? I had to get up and get them. Barrett has spent his life being told what to do by women. <laughs> yeah. Did you get that feeling there, A time? Yes, but I've <laughs> I've definitely reaped the benefits of women though. See? <laughs> well, there it is. There it is. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Give and take, right? That's right, right, right. right. That's it, was, right. It, was, it, was, it was a lot more giving to pull it like that. It was a lot more giving, man. Not Robin Givens. No. <laughs> we can't mess with Robin Givens, man. Tyson might get you, bro. He'll let uh, you know. I don't know. I don't think they're. I don't think they're tight anymore. Oh no, no, they're definitely not tight what anymore. Mean, oh no, he Tyson. Yeah, that was a pretty bad ending. Yeah, right, right. I mean. He, but she's she more had, famous for, or she's famous for other stuff as well. Well, she almost got, uh, she almost got Brad Pitt crushed. <laughs> really? How so? What do you mean? Because why they, um, why she was still married to Tyson? Oh, she was dipping off with, uh, with, with Brad Pitt. Oh yeah, yeah. You didn't yeah. see that? No, nah, I didn't. I didn't. He know says that. it on his show. Yeah, he has a show. He said, yeah. See, he came to the house one day. They were, you know, separated. <laughs> when he walks up, you know, when he drives up. Uh, Brad Pitt is coming out the house. He said he's so scared he just turned like ghost white. You know, he's like scared to death that Tyson's just gonna bite his ear off or something, beat just beat him to death. <laughs> he that, said, uh, hard Mike's commercial. <laughs> yeah, oh, I love that. I love that commercial. All right, we gotta take a quick one here. We're back in three. Start the second hour. It's the middle. 
Hey, Eagles fans, if you're a subscriber to the Jacob Media YouTube channel, you are already registered to win a pair of season tickets for the upcoming season. That's right, you could win a pair of season tickets for the upcoming 2021 season just for being a subscriber. If you're watching and you're not a subscriber, do it now. Subscribe to the Jacob Media YouTube channel right now. What do you need to do? Subscribe right now. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right. We are back live. Boy, I tell you, Eagles this weekend, 
if they don't beat Atlanta, are probably going to be right there with the Giants at 0-1. Hard to think Washington loses this football game at home against Justin Herbert. They've been bet into favorite mode. Yeah, they're, what, a one, one-and-a-half-point favorite? Yeah, re- remember, I got them in last week. We talked about it because I, I placed this wager at plus one-and-a-half at mm-hmm. minus 110. At the start of the season, when the schedule first came out, they were involved in that mega parlay where they were also plus one and a half and you could push them up to plus two. So think about that swing. It's gone through zero as well, which rarely happens. Yeah. Uh, that, that should tell you all you need to know about this game. There's no well, way Chargers win. Yeah. It's rare that that happens without a big injury at a key position. Yeah. You I, know what I mean? Point. Yeah. And, and speaking of key positions and injuries, how about the Ravens uh, in the past week and a half, oh, two man. weeks? Unbelievable. They've lost now two running backs because they lost the Gus bus yesterday to another ACL, and they lost their cornerback, Marcus Peters, to an ACL. So Dobbins, uh, Gus, and Peters, three ACLs. That's pretty tough. You know That's what I crazy. like? Yeah. I like the Raiders on Monday night. Well, it's it's a five and a half, right? I mean, I can tell you exactly. Um, I think it's four and a half, isn't it? Oh, I got it at five and a half. Oh, you did. Did it drop? Yeah, I think it's down to four and a half. Maybe it was an alternative spread that I played. Hold on, mm-hmm. hold on, hold on, because I want to make sure that it wasn't the right, or I'm not giving out misinformation here by any means. That's one of seven road favorites this week. No, I got them at plus one. Okay, so earlier I got them at plus five. I'm looking at the ticket here on Fox, but. Raiders plus five minus one ten. That was mm. spread. That was spread money. That was alternative spread. Right, right. So it's dropped to four and a half. Yeah, I believe it's at four and a half now. Okay. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah, and Denver's I, a three point favorite to the to the Giants in New York. Giants have a lot of injured players too. They're going to play, they but they're going to play hurt. Everybody's banged up, yeah. including Engram and Barkley. Barkley, yeah. Yeah. he's trying to play though. Galladay yeah. too. Yep. Yeah, he's trying to play. Both guys are trying to play. Um, Let me go back. I, oh, go ahead, Barrett. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to go back to the Baltimore thing because it's not like their quarterback is a statue, right? So, right. Yeah, you would rather have J.K. Dobbins and Gus Bradley than not. But outside of, I mean, really, it's Buffalo, Baltimore, probably Baltimore, Buffalo. Maybe there's another team that you could look at to say, if you just remove the running back position as a whole, they could probably win six games mm-hmm. because of their quarterback and their ability to run the ball Mobility. like a running back. Yeah, right. And I mean, like, I don't mean run. I mean, like, run like a running back in, in Lamar first and Allen second. Is that really enough Did you to tip your scales on the Raiders? Like, I love my futures bet right here as far as Lamar Jackson leading the league in rushing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Because you take Gus Bradley and J.K. Dobbins out, he's going to be the guy definitely on the goal line more so than he's been in the past. But I, I don't know. Like something – is that enough not having these two guys in here? I think they're going to sign Latavius Murray if they Yeah, they did. I, th- yeah. I think they okay. did. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I like the Raiders plus the points before the injuries yesterday. Well, but Latavius Murray coming in, I mean, that's, that's, that's going to be like they never lost a beat. I mean, he's been wanting to be a starter for a while now. That's going to give him an opportunity to go in and be a starter. Oh, he's going to rip it up, man. So mm-hmm. I still like the Ravens on this. I'm not going with – I wouldn't go with with with, with the Raiders. I, at this point, I would stay with the Raiders. Well, that's the thing. Like, you, you were either on the Raiders from the jump or you were on the Ravens from the jump. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much the injuries move the needle. No, Maybe no. you feel better about being on the Raiders, which right, I, totally right. get. I totally get. 
Yeah, and, and more so with Peters well, than yeah. with the running back because he okay. can replace and they've already done it. Uh, Latavius Murray's a pretty good player. Um, Absolutely. Now I have. I tell you what, man. Yeah. You know that, that, like that building's going to be packed, man. <laughs> I think you know. I tell I, you, tell he you what. Purposely added that twang to his voice. I think so too. He hated sounding like the Rochester guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he hated sounding like uh, you know because if if you listen to Gruden, you can hear it. It's like somebody who does bad impersonations, and I know the irony of me saying that, but <laughs> it's like somebody who does bad impersonations, and you always hear their voice, their initial voice, right, their original voice in the impersonation. Like, you can't not hear it. Right. And that's – I hear now a lot of Gruden. Like, I hear that uh, Rochester twang that he's got there. I hear it, but he's masked it beautifully with this, uh, tell you what, man. So it's like a combination, boy. I, I, that's going to be difficult. And then you combine the hair with it, you know, the hair. But you know, he also he, he also he also closes one eye, and talks like uh -huh. he talks out the side of his mouth too, right? You know? Kind of like a pirate, right? <laughs> yeah. Now Did he you... was never one. He was never one to get us fired up, man. Like when he would talk, man, everybody look at him like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. But now he wasn't one to, you know. Because him and Ricky, they hated each other, bro. Yeah. They hated each other. Did man. you see Caliendo yesterday do the his Bruce Arians? No, I, did. I didn't. He was dressed in in like Tampa Bay orange, and you know, he's you know, he's got the whole get up on and he's doing Arians, and then he, you could see him taking a big swig of Crown Royal, the big bottle. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> because Arians is a big Crown Royal fan. Huge Crown Royal, yeah, man. Yeah, he loves the crown. Royale? Yeah, yeah, Royale. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> In the purple sack, yep. not yeah. the purple drink. That's no, no, that's totally it. different. People want to make sure that uh, we're accurate here with our references. Yeah, Harry's talking about Bruce Arians in that purple drink. No, yeah. no, the purple hey, sack. Guys, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I don't know how to say, it, but um, you gotta go. I, you know, no, no, no. Um, Big Daddy Grand passing, man. It, that kind of oh, yeah. hit me kind of hard, man. It hit me well, kind of hard, bro. That I'm look. I'm glad you brought that up because we talked about that yesterday. But that was before you. You joined. yeah. You were you were not with us yesterday. Please, yeah, you yeah. know, talk uh, in depth. I worked with him Me directly. Too, you know, yeah. I know. You know, you did as well. So we brought uh, Martinez on to talk about it yeah, too. In matter of fact, yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm I'm mad. I missed it, man. Because oh uh, no no, you have your own time you, here, bro. Take it away. Great dude, man. Great dude. In fact, I did my first um, offsite appearance. You know, with Big Daddy Graham. As far as you know, being a you know, being a host on a radio show, you know, my first one was with Big Daddy Graham. So, mm -hmm. you know, he he taught me a lot, man, taught me a lot about the business, you know, of, of winning over fans here in Philadelphia. So, you know, he'll, he'll definitely be missed, man. So I just, you know, I just want to say that real fast. I didn't know if you guys said anything about, you know, it's just it hit me pretty hard, you know, once I figured that out, man. Found, I'm like one of the only ones that didn't, uh, you know, I never worked with him or really had any personal dealings with him. I feel left I out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Great guy. Great dude, man. Yeah. Always upbeat. You know what I'm saying? Kept me going. Well, you here's know. the thing, though, Harry. To your point about it, Barrett and I were, were you know, we bounced around. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think you were, you've been at one place for so long yeah. that outside of bumping into him at like, you know, a general area, but, you know, he ain't showing up to Fan Fest. No, no, no. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be better off catching him at like Chickies and Pete's down at the near the stadium or something. Right, right. A hard well, rock. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> Harry's not showing up to a wing ball. 
So right. you know, things never crossed. I did off. go to one wing bowl because well, I won also. Big Daddy, you know, ride around on that bike to open up the ceremony. <laughs> I don't like to admit it, but I was at one because I was I was a salesperson there for a, a short time. And they made well, I, let me tell you, I went to one. My first one I went to, well, the only one I went to was um I was I was still with, with 97. And um I was, you know, on Breakfast on Broad and we covered it. Oh yeah. So I was told I gotta go in and and and, and cover it. So I'm on a stage interviewing those guys and talking to those guys. Where was Rob? I, oh, Rob was <laughs> he was back on the set. Right, he was back, yeah, on, the he was back on the set. Right. <laughs> So I'm there. Do we and I'm really want to do this? Yeah. Yeah. That's probably what he's saying to this floor Do we really want to do this? Right. <laughs> I mean, strippers and stuff. There's nothing we can get um, sports yeah. about this. I mean, there's it's... nothing sports involved yeah. with this. I mean, what do you want? No. Yeah. But look, so I'm, I'm on a stage and I'm interviewing these guys, you know, interviewing uh, Hollis Thomas, interviewing these guys. And all of a sudden, Spike sees me. And and starts pointing at people, tell them get off the stage. Yeah, I looked at them like, yeah. I looked at them like, you are you freaking kidding me? I'm not wish you would try to tell somebody to get me off this damn stage. You know, this wow. is my spot. You know, this could have been a confrontation. Oh no, yeah. it was a confrontation because I had to check him. I checked him in front of everybody. So yeah. don't you ever, man? Don't you ever Whoa. look at me like that again? Don't you ever do it? I mean, I, I, I was in a stage too. <laughs> so who do you think you are, man? You know. <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm animated and everything, you know. Everybody sees like, oh, you know. I'm like, yeah. Don't you ever in your life, in life, wow. say anything wrong wow. to me, man? That is that's yeah. amazing. Damn, you've been sitting on this for years. I didn't oh, know. Yeah, this. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he turned around like a year later and hired me. <laughs> really? Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then uh. I just we parted ways pretty bad now, you know. So if I ever see him, I might sneak him. You know right. what I'm oh, is that right? Yeah, man. Look at that. Watch out. I get you banned in, in certain areas. In, man, in the you industry. think I care about what they yeah, either one of them. <laughs> either one of them. I'm I was telling just curious. You. Yeah. Wow. Did, did you guys uh, uh, happen to read any of Jeff McLean's uh, two part piece on the Eagles and analytics? Well, we already know how much that impacted the preseason because that's why Jalen Hurts didn't play in the third game. Right, but I, I, the part I read, I've read the beginning, and it's you know I've got a, uh, maybe I don't know one fifth of the way through it. The Doug Peterson was at war with the analytics guys, and that's wow. that figured heavily into Jeffrey Lurie's decision to part ways with Doug Peterson and Sirianni. Is uh, from the source is quoted as saying he's not going to be run by analytics either. So this this could be really interesting. Yeah, but we've already seen this team run by analytics. Yeah, I mean in the regular season. So he's deferring to what? What was this? Just, just a test for the for the analytics guy well, to see just to, just right? to save just to save his his personnel. I think was really the driving force with that. They didn't play. That's what I'm saying. That's why. I don't know. This this thing reeks of conflict already. I know. Of course. Of course. They, can't, they can't escape it. And Sirianni is like a robot who becomes self-aware. Mm -hmm. like, what do I need these guys for? I know what I'm doing. Doug Peterson was the same That's thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He was a robot who became self-aware. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait, wait a second. I don't need you anymore, Roseman. I can do this thing on my own. Give right. me my own guys, all these things. It's going to happen to Sirianni as well. It could.
What was that show? The Black What? What was the the Black Black Mirror? uh, The Black Mirror. That's the Black Mirror. They've been watching the Black Mirror, and that's going to be the next episode of the Black Mirror, the Eagles organization and Nick Sirianni. Wow. With wow. with analytics being, you know, what this what the whole show is going to be about. I want to read the rest of it uh, later today, but I thought I didn't know if you guys saw that. Well, I, I just, I guess it all depends, as it always does in this league with this team specifically, what happens at the end of the day, right? Does the Eagle, if the Eagles win and they're nine and eight this year? then me and other people owe Nick Sirianni an apology because well, all that crap that he piled up at the start this season worked. Mm-hmm. Or at least got people buying into it and people reacted and responded to it. Right. The five but, branches of his wind yeah, tree. All this stuff, right? Yeah. I forgot all about the five branches. Oh, Don't man. forget yeah. about the five branches, Barry. Yeah, that's my fault right it. there. You know, I'm, 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 I need to bring that in. I got to write my notes. I got to bring yeah. that into a... Uh, you got to get you know, that on the Barkan. Yeah, yeah. Barkan needs to tee you up for the first branch of the wind tree. Branch, that's right. Which is trust and connect for those scoring at home. <laughs> Look, I, I had to put that in my notes. Yeah. How did you not? Come on, how do you not remember this? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I, I thought it was pillars. Are you sure it's not branch? Are you sure it's branches? Yeah, because we were talking about that damn tree. Yeah. Oh, like two or three weeks. The tree. Tree. (laughs) For some reason, I thought it was the pillar element. Yeah. What kind of tree is it? If the here's a question, a a stupid question, that that you'd probably give it to some guy at a combine. If the Eagles were a tree, what kind of tree would they be? Yep. Yep. Right. The tree of knowledge. (laughs) A mahogany. (laughs) (laughs) Mahogany brown tree. Yes. What are they? What are those things? An oak, oak oak tree. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Wow, well, I, I just like- uh, I just saw a tweet here from Josh Innes. This is pretty funny regarding the Big Twelve thing that we talked yeah. about. Uh-huh. Getting into the Big Twelve with no Texas and OU is like finally getting a pair of front row seats to see Van Halen during the Gary Sharon era. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good that's not that is pretty good i like remember that. gary sharon from extreme the band extreme and he took uh, david lee's place for a short period of time very short-lived yeah very short-lived yeah how about that that's great that's a great tweet <laughs> where'd you i was uh i was on with him i was on with him like maybe four or five months ago when i was doing um a show oh yeah <laughs> And he hadn't changed a bit, bro. He hadn't changed a bit. What what show were you there. on? His show in Nashville? No, it, it was or actually Houston. Uh, Houston. I think it was probably his Twitch. Oh, it was his oh the radio. Twitch show. Yeah, yeah. So no, no, I don't know, man. I just um, well, we're real quick back to this thing with the McLean article. I just wanted to ask this question: Is this all preparation, or is there anything in there regarding actual execution of gameplay and play calling? Uh both. This, well, this this was the this this was the weekly Tuesday meetings that they all had with Doug Peterson, and it was you know they'd bring the analytics guy in, and then they they'd question Doug, second guess Doug, like why did you do this when you know we wanted you to do Z? Why did you do? And, and he he felt like it wasn't a constructive thing; it was a critique of right, his right. coaching. So well, he I think start- it was an analytics woman. I think it's an analytics woman that that um he was sit down with. 
because I think the woman that um, is this woman uh, I forget her name that that really really involved brought the analytics to um to the Eagles. Hmm. They relied on her a lot. Well, whatever it was, Doug, Doug ended up really being being supportive of it, yeah. and then he was out of it on it. Right. Well, I mean, though that takes away the gut feeling of of, of calling a game. Not that he has a gut feeling or his feelings were you know really influencing what was going on in the game, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, you sit back and now uh, you're telling me, you know, oh, you should have, you shouldn't have run the ball this much. You've run the ball too, and I say I don't run the damn ball as it is. And you saying I run too much? Come on, now, give me a break. Well, remember that there was a game against Green Bay where they beat where Green they won, Bay. Yeah. They beat Green Bay, and Laurie was disappointed with the win yes. because they ran the ball too much. Just they won the game. Right, right. That should tell that's you the all reason you why. Right, that's the reason why they won the game. They held the ball, kept the ball out of the best one of the best quarterbacks' hands, mm-hmm. you know, the entire game. They won the, you know, they won the. That was at Lambeau Field, back. too, if I yes, remember. Exactly, yeah. yes. Yeah. Like week five or something like that. Right? Yeah. Week just four. Enjoy, or five just or relax and enjoy the win, man. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's, but that should tell you how uneasy they get. Yeah. And, and and Lurie's son Julian is now like the, the head of analytics or something, and he's well, working that, his way up the up the ladder. Is that the kid who was telling everybody not to play Hurts in the third game? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> That's who I want to know because I need to know who to blame when all this shit goes to even worse. Oh, hey, we still got Devontae Smith out of the deal, so I'm I, I, I let that you know be water under the bridge. You know, we got Devontae Smith now. Yeah. Well, well this, this analytics person was uh, Hallaby was the name. Last oh, name okay. is Hallaby. Not Halliburton. Halliburton. No, not Halliburton. Okay. <laughs> That's a Halliburton. good poll, by the way. Hallaby. Hallaby. Yeah. yeah. So. Really? But, it, but uh, Doug's. Seems, oh, sorry. Doug, Doug's falling out with him became so bad that they didn't even communicate to one another for almost a year. All right. Well, this tells me all I need to know. This, this, get this guy out of here before he ruins more relationships. <laughs> it's not baseball where you can pay Joe Girardi to just sit there and then have a computer make every single move. Mm-hmm. I know you, you can't do that. And again, where is it working? Like, it's what, not baseball. Thank right. you. Where is this working in the NFL where uber successful head coach is deferring to somebody either upstairs and I, I mean, even like play callers, right? Offensive coordinators. It doesn't mean that people aren't innovative. It doesn't mean that people aren't, you know, trying to push the game at all. I'm just saying, like, where do we see the best offensive play callers deferring to somebody in the analytics department when it's third and three and you're needing a first down with eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that there is a place. Is that happening? Is that prevalent? Is that something that is Josh McDaniels doing this? Mm. You know, when I envision that, I envision that, that ticker tape thing with the with – the, with the um, paper coming out of it, you know what I'm saying, a little ticker tape thing, or or your magic ball, you know what I'm saying. You you speak into it, it tells you. Well, the eight ball thing run, that, yeah. that Aton yeah. had. Yep. What Should was that we win to run the ball? The Mister Predicto. Yes, Mister Predicto. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we should run the ball. Whatever happened to that thing? Did you smash uh, it? It's over there somewhere in the quarter. <laughs> we got we got this other one here. We can always play on too. This is right out of King of Queens, by the way. I saw this and I thought of it. Oh my god! What is so, it? You know, you ever see one of these things? Like the cow says. Oh yeah, 
right, and then it spins around. It's not going to work well with the green screen behind right. it. There's a lot of green on it. Right. But there's a famous scene at King of Queens where they, they're on strike, and he and Deacon are on strike, and they, they're just doing nothing. They're laying around the house. So the wives put, them with, put the two of them with Arthur, and they're sitting there for hours trying to figure out what to do. And Deacon has the baby, and he keeps playing this like, I'm holding the baby for the show, right? Mm-hmm. And it keeps landing on Frog, and Doug's like, all right, it lands on Frog every time. If I hear it one more time, I'm going to go on a shooting spree, right? Just makes this joke about it. And then he's like, it doesn't land on Frog. He's like, five bucks says it does. And then they spend hours betting on this thing going around <laughs> and around and around. So I thought, you know, if, if, there, if we need a prediction here for the Eagles – we can go ahead and defer to this thing. Wow. I thought that was Teddy's, but you've, you've, oh, I've you've already taken over his toy, man. Come uh, on, man. I'll be using all his toys I can as props and bits and crap <laughs> I can for sure. Wow. Make no mistake. All right. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah. I just read in here that the Eagles, uh, if the Eagles had followed Hallaby's advice, they may not have drafted Wentz. In one pre-draft analysis, Hallaby had Paxton Lynch rated as his top quarterback. That's all that needs to be said. Paxton Lynch. That's all that needs. Is to he be still worked. in the league? What is going I, on? I don't even know if he's in the league anymore. That's yeah. That's 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 the only thing out of Memphis that didn't didn't do well. Right. <laughs> yeah, I like Gainwell. Right. I'm good with Gainwell and some of the guys on their basketball team. They get they get oh. I think they just got the number one recruit again. They did. They did. Yeah. Is Anthony Hardaway still their coach? Yes. Wow. Yeah. And FedEx is like, you know, supplying him with cash. Oh, you no know question. that. You know no that. <laughs> A lot of cash. Yes. In order to get that out there. Right. Well, that's absolutely crazy. I, I'm telling you, this is a problem. What's this that? Whole thing, this whole thing about like, it's not just, hey, we're, and I'm not anti the numbers, the data, the analytics, anything like that. But it's the nature in which this thing is being thrown in here, thrust in here, if you will, that we just had a guy who was battling back and forth with the organization. And this clearly was a big sticking point for Doug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yep. And, and what are you going to tell me? That analytics won that Super Bowl? Or the fact that a bunch of backups had to step in and believe that they could play at a starting level based off of the culture that was created there. Yeah. Yeah. Was it an, was was the Philly special an analytics play? I don't think so. No. Nope. Right, right. Right. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Not at all. And there yeah, lies the problem, man. You know, you, you're taking the gut feeling out of sports. You know, that's what makes sports sports. Peterson you know, felt he was being micromanaged. Well, he was. Yeah. Anytime you have that many meetings with, with your front office, man, it's, it's, it's a pain in the ass, man. I hate meeting with my front office. It's man. like you our old place, Aton. It's just oh. constant meetings. Oh, and it's a meeting about a meeting. Yep. It's a meeting to set up another meeting, yep. to set up a call, to set up an email chain. <laughs> to tell you, gosh, we've got to talk more football. <laughs> Either more that eagle. or what there wasn't a meeting, but as soon as I'd leave the building and he realized I was out, he'd, he'd peck me an email and I'd look at my phone in my car. I'm sitting in the parking lot getting ready to leave and he sends me an email. He could have talked to me. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, it was great. <laughs> oh, wow. That's amazing. <laughs> yes. that's But it's so on brand too. It is. is. Right. It is. Wow. Oh, man. Yeah, you got to read this. This is pretty interesting. Well, 
I am. I'm going to take a look at this. We'll see how this thing all plays out when we come up. Now, just the, the final half here or so, you guys are going to be flying. Right. But uh, I wanted to get to at least a couple things that either you or, or me, I don't know if Barrett has placed a wager yet, but you mentioned Denver. Mm-hmm. So the three things that I really love here, it's, I, you could get it still at minus 120 at two and a half, which is ridiculous. But What's the money line on Denver? Because it's three. I don't like laying three on the road, but I like them to win the game. Well, the push is in play, but yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Denver's minus 143. I don't mind that mm-hmm. at all. It, mm-hmm. it moved up a little bit. It was in the 30s. But look, there are plenty of times in which you would lay a, two units to win one. And this is one of them where Denver's not losing this game. There's just way too much wrong with the Giants. So I'll be brave and lay the three, although two and a half. Like, I have minus three at even money. Okay. So so there's some enticement there. If you can get it minus three, minus two and a half, I'm fine with that. But, yeah, I think the Giants just lose this game at home. The other one is Washington. And, look, it's it's down to a half a point now, but that's the same as the money line. I'm, I'm looking at move watching it, pardon me, move here. Mm-hmm. So I'll take them at minus 125 money line at home. I, I think that the Giants losing and Washington winning are the two biggest locks I have this week. So parlay them. Well, I, I will. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to add one more. Oh. All right. I'm going to add just, just one what, more. What, the Colts? I like the Colts. No, I'm going to give you Georgia State. Oh. Plus 25. On my way out of here. Georgia State was down four of their top four guys. Because mm-hmm. of COVID, week. right? Yes. Yeah. And one of them is the top or top three wide receiver on a rotating basis of the conference. So he comes back. Look, I just think UNC is so overrated. They're going to win this game. But 25 is a ridiculous number to cover yeah. for a team that was humbled significantly. And look. They may come out and just put it on Georgia State, but Georgia State has enough in that second half when North Carolina is up by 31 points. To backdoor it. Exactly. So yep. 20, that's what I'm looking at. All yes. I need there is 25. That's a very sound reasoning. Hey, you get me 17 from Georgia State, they cover this game easily. All right? That is deep. Magic number 17? That is deep 17. knowledge. That's all You're I need. Georgia I really- State. What conference do they play in? Sunbelt, right? Are they the yep, Sunbelt? Sunbelt, yep. Okay. Sunbelt. And and wow. the kid who's coming back is like a top receiver in that conference. Mm. I forget his name, but that's fine. They got and, plenty of running back also. Yeah. Here are the two. I'll leave you with these two Eagles plays. All right. We'll t- we'll get it back to the Eagles on this note. Atlanta Falcons minus three and a half first quarter. The Eagles are going to need time. There is way too much that they worked on in practice that's still going to need time. So I think the Fal- I'm banking on the Falcons here with an offense that returns a lot of key components. It's not difficult to throw Kyle Pitts in the middle of any offense. So I like the Falcons by four, if it's like a 7-3 lead or a 10-6 type lead. Yeah. I like the Falcons by four. With, with a veteran five. quarterback that didn't really need preseason. Correct. Because he didn't play in the preseason hardly at all either. Now that's plus 175. Hmm. Minus three and a half. And then lastly, and this is digging deep. That's first quarter though, right? First quarter. First yeah, quarter yeah. spread, minus three yeah. and a half. And yes, the hook is going to bite me, I'm sure. But I love that return at plus 175 to just lead by four. That's all I need to lead by four. All right, here's what it is. Alex Singleton, in the last eight games of the season last year, 
didn't come off the field. He missed like three snaps in eight games. It stands to reason that even if they go to, with Eric Wilson, their, their cover guy, to that two linebacker set, or even one, based off of even last year, Singleton's going to be out there a ton, yes. an absolute ton. He's over under for tackles is only five and a half. That's it? Oh, that's, that's it. That's wow. a lock right there. That, seem, that seems too easy. Thank that's you. Way too easy. Okay. That's a lock. Thank yeah. you. I feel a little bit better. I got chills. It seems yeah, too that's easy. Action. Thank that's you. way too easy. That's a lock. That's well, so I'm smashing lock. that over. All right. Yep. Oh, wow. There you go. Now, where'd you get that prop? DraftKings. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Right. Foxbet doesn't have it. No. No. BetMGM doesn't have it. So DK and FanDuel are, are pretty good at it. Prop player props took a while to come up. Yeah, it's funny wow. that you know that only certain books have those things. Yeah, and, and I love it, by mm-hmm. the way. And look, we're we're not far away from being able to bet on right before a snap, right? Who makes the next tackle? Right, run the ball, wow. pass the ball, yeah, that kind run of thing. pass. Who makes the tackle? Who makes the stop? Pass deflection on if pass stuff like that. So all that micro, micro, micro is coming. I saw McMullen uh, retweet. I think he retweeted one of the former analytics guys or scouting guys or whatever for the Eagles that gave a tell on Dak Prescott where they knew uh, when Dak Prescott does this prior to the snap, that means they're checking to a run play. Well, I I thought that was pretty, pretty interesting. It worked because they Mm -hmm. didn't run the ball at all. Yeah. Well, that's just like Carson when Carson did this. Yeah, when he kind of scratch his chest. Yeah. I thought I thought it was when Carson did this. Hey, we're going to run the ball. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. By the way, Seattle all over Indianapolis. You like Seattle? I like the other side in that game. All right. Well, here's a bet to think about. And I saw this on BetMGM, so I'm not positive if other books have this. And then I, I have to jet you guys are hang here. But you can take the I just want to make sure that I see this here. You can take two, both teams to score 20 points, right? And mm-hmm. and winner. So I want to make sure that I have this correctly here. But will both teams score 20 points and the winner, right? So Seattle and no is my bet for, I think it's plus 275 of a return. Does that make sense? So both, so you're here, saying here that... You're saying the Colts won't score 20. Money line and both teams to score 20 or more points is the wager. I go Seattle and no at plus 230. Okay. So I have Seattle winning the game, but I just don't have Indianapolis scoring scoring. 20 points or more. Correct. Correct. You know who their quarterback is. (laughs) Yeah. They started 4-0 last year. Not not with that quarterback. (laughs) I'm talking about Russell Wilson. I'm sorry. I thought he was talking about Seattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Wow. Uh, have a great one, fellas. We're back collectively on Monday for a football Monday. We're back right. in three here on the middle. Hey, Eagles fans, if you're a subscriber to the Jacob Media YouTube channel, you are already registered to win a pair of season tickets for the upcoming season. That's right. You could win a pair of season tickets for the upcoming 2021 season just for being a subscriber. If you're watching and you're not a subscriber, do it now. Subscribe to the Jacob Media YouTube channel right now. What do you need to do? Subscribe right now. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. 
turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huckenfot. What's that? Huckenfot. Go now to Steersnacks.com. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Oh, yeah, we are back on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Harry Mays, Barrett Brooks taking you the rest of the way. And we're going to have a special guest coming on here, Barrett, because, you know, uh, not only, you know, the subscribers to this channel are eligible uh, to win a pair of Eagles season tickets by being a subscriber, but you also are going to be privy to a pretty fantastic postgame show each and every Eagles game day hosted by one Mark Farzetta. Farzi. Farzi, your buddy, your buddy that gets you up at uh, 6 a.m. Right. Join him on his Farzi <laughs> show from 6 to 7 every morning, every weekday morning. He's going to be a uh, quarterback in this show, along with your pal D Gunn. Uh, Devin Caney is going to be a part of this show, a uh, new personality in, in, in Philadelphia. And um, Lane Johnson is scheduled to appear on this show, and as well as John McMullen. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite McMullen. a show. Right, right. Just the fact they have McMullen on there, you know, because he's going to be right there getting the key interviews and stuff. So, yeah, I see it, man. Yeah. I see it. We all see it. We'll see it. <laughs> but Farzi and D-Gun? Yeah. Oh, two characters. I know. I know. Two they characters. go back a ways. Oh, they do. There's a they good do. chemistry there, right? <laughs> right. You know, yeah. they get along well. And uh, I mean, 
I can't wait when Farge gets on. I'm gonna tell this story about when um everybody thinks Seth this guy is you know Seth is a really funny guy, man. He wanted to be on the show, but he couldn't. He's mm-hmm. flying right now, you know, so right. way here. But um, he cracked the joke, man. So we're gonna tell you about this joke he cracked, man. <laughs> when, when he gets when, on. When was this? Uh, this is like maybe two years ago. Maybe two years ago. On the like post on the post game show. No, he cracked the joke. He cracked the joke on um. There on, he is. Uh, Farzy, what's up? There he what is. <laughs> what's hey. happening, boys? What's going on? Oh, Harry, I just got to do this real quick for Barrett. Oh, God. How do you get me up this early, Barrett? Oh, my. How do you? Oh, my God. It's so early. Is Why that do you what have happens? <laughs> yeah, you sucker called me out early. He wants me to be on it. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. I mean, I, we literally taped the show at like 7 p.m. Right. And he always acts like he's live. And my whole audience knows it's full of crap. He's just full of crap. And I laugh my ass off at him every single time. We I love it, I, man. Wait I a second. I can't help it. Yeah. Wait a second. I thought you were on live, Barrett. You kept on telling us that you got up early to join Far. You were full of it. I am always. Dude. <laughs> Oh my God, Derek oh. Gunn taught you well, Barrett. Derek right, Gunn right. taught you well. Wow. But hey, I was I was I was just telling Harry about uh I was just telling her about the time when you and Seth when he cracked the joke. <laughs> We're sitting there right you know, oh now. Oh my Seth, God. Seth never smiled. Like he'll smile around me. He'll he'll be cool around me. Right. But he, you know, we were just he was just getting to know Farzy. So as far as he comes up, so he, he comes to hey um. You know, far like far as what's up, bro? He said, oh, what's going on, man? So Seth comes up and say, What's up, Nearzy? And he looked at him Nearzy. and he started laughing, but Mark didn't laugh. She's like, Oh my gosh, should I laugh? And he said, uh, <laughs> and then you know, he walked away. So Seth walks away. So then he turns around, hey man, is he mad at me or something? Like, no, what you what do you mean? Did he get crack a joke? I said, Yeah, he cracked yeah. the joke, man. Said, Near what, or what far. Was it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I thought they played with some guy named Nierzinski or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. He was there. He was highlighting the like right. t- the play on the last name, and it was like it, Barrett's like, no, he was making a joke, and I'm yeah. like, oh god, okay, wow, I didn't know what to do in that situation. Yeah, because it was just Seth Joyner just staring at you like Nierzy. Yeah, yeah, and then. Right. I don't, right, like, uh, what do you do with that? You know? and, like, yeah, and I'm laughing my ass off. So, he, so then he goes, he crashes, he goes like this. So far as he goes, <laughs> and then Seth walks away. Because Seth is always so serious. Like, you know, like we used to have him on you know, on Mondays, me and Mertitis, the day after Eagles games for an hour or something. He'd be, and man, I mean, he never cracked any jokes. He was very serious about his football. Yeah, it yeah. reminded I had just heard a story recently told by Jonah Hill about when he met Morgan Freeman. Mm. And he said they didn't talk for an hour. And then Morgan Freeman just starts going in Morgan Freeman's voice. Jonah, Jonah, Bobona, Banana, Fana, Fofona, <laughs> Fifi, Jonah. And Jonah Hill was just like, oh, wow. OK. And then Morgan Freeman goes, now do me. <laughs> Doing the name game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then Jonah's like. Morgan, Morgan, Bo Borgen, Banana. Like, that's what it felt like to to talk to Seth Joyner in yeah. a joking fashion. I know. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. So he's like, hey, um, hey, um, you know somebody named Near? I'm like, no, bro. He's making a he's making a joke, man. Right. He's like, well, hey, next time tell me, man, so I can laugh. I didn't, mean to, I, didn't want to, I didn't want to offend him or anything. You know, I didn't know whether to laugh or be serious or anything. Right. 
right. Anyway, right. Thanks, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, Mark, <laughs> tell us about this show, man. What what can we expect on Sunday? Uh, a lot of buffoonery uh, between Derek Gunn and I, and probably mm-hmm. uh, Devin Caney uh, reeling us back in. Uh, but we've been uh, we've been having some fun in the preseason, having a preseason of our own between myself. Derek Gunn and Devin Caney, and then we also have John McMullen who's going to be joining the show from the stadium after every game, as well as Lane Johnson joining the show after every game. It's the live post-game show featuring Derek Gunn and, uh, like I said, me and uh, Devin Caney. And we've been having a lot of fun. We've done two shows already. We've we've had a couple interviews with Lane Johnson already and John McMullen, and Mm -hmm. we'll be there for you about a minute after every single game. We will be Right. right there live on YouTube as well as 6abc.com, giving you our piping hot takes and opinions on the game that just happened minutes earlier. Right. So right here on the Jacob Media YouTube channel and on 6abc.com, that's a, that's pretty good right there. Yeah, I, I was yeah. very pleased to see it. My mom was like, my mom who always watches Action News, she's just like, I didn't know they were on the internet. And I'm like, mm. yeah, that's happened. That's There's the internet, mom. That's yeah. true. 1996, mom. <laughs> 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 no, but it's been, cool. yeah we've been uh we've been having a lot of fun and and barrett knows gunner and i are two people that you could just say something like ball of yarn and you got four hours right there mm-hmm. like that's just we will it just go on and much. on it really does it like i i interviewed gunner today as a matter of fact also uh i'm sorry did i say today we taped last night wow. barrett just so, <laughs> i hate to ruin it uh but uh we taped last night and i looked down as i'm I know. I thought I was two minutes into the interview, and it had already been thirteen. And right. I was just like, "Okay, well, eventually we'll start talking Eagles football." And you hadn't even yeah. gotten to an Eagles question yet. That's exactly. What, that was the next exactly. thing I was going to say. <laughs> we were You're talking we were... barbecue and Barrett Brooks eating yeah. all his food. Yeah, yeah. And who's the better fisherman? That whole right. thing, absolutely. <laughs> all else fails. Talk about fishing, man. You see, look at the stream, my boy T for Tuna, bro. <laughs> I will get up at the crack of dawn to go fishing, man. Mm-hmm. Crack a dawn. You well, me too to play golf, but nothing else. That's <laughs> Bro, it. <laughs> there's no way on God's green yeah. earth that I'm getting up early to go play golf. Yeah. When Not did you, happening. Barrett? Just real quick, and I hate to you know set you up for your own story, but just what time did you wake up to go hunting with Brett Favre? Oh, it had to been about three, three thirty. Oh, that's what I figured. Yeah, three thirty yeah. in the morning. We're going snipe hunting. What the hell is a snipe anyway? I didn't know what a snipe was. Nobody told me. What is it? It's it's a fictional. Um, it's a fictional like creature you go out and hunt, man. Uh, it's called snipe hunt. It's like a joke, man. Okay. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So we get up 3:30 in the morning. We jump on this little private crop dusting plane. We fly into Canada. Mm-hmm. We get there in like 45 minutes. We go around, we're walking in snow. I don't see anything to shoot. Keep it out for them for them snipes. What the hell is a snipe, anyways? I'm thinking it's kind of squirrel or something. We drive, I mean, we, we get back on a plane, we go back. We're in practice, we're in a meeting at before nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. As we went hunt, we've been meetings for nine o'clock. I'm sleeping, everything else, and everybody's laughing at me. Oh, you and Brett went snipe hunting, huh? Mm. Huh. And I still don't get it until they tell me. I'm like, oh man, that's messed up, Brett. That's real messed up, <laughs> yeah. bro. Got me up this damn early to go what? Okay, I got you, man. I got you. <laughs> now, were you wearing like the mossy oak, like camouflage stuff? And what kind of guns were you were you toting? Bro, I don't even know my gun was loaded. I only know how to shoot a gun back then, man. <laughs> wow. Then I wouldn't I be giving you a loaded that. gun. That was... Right, right. So I don't even know if it was loaded or anything, bro. Wow. He didn't tell me. I, he just said, just do this. And right. I did that. And it, and, it, and it did that. And I just, all right, I'm ready. Yeah. Now. You know what I'm saying? But right. I didn't shoot a thing. I didn't hear the gun go off. He didn't shoot anything. We're just walking around. He's just got this, this you know, blanket and grin on him. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm like, what, what's, <laughs> what's funny, man? 
You enter somebody's house at night and you hear the, you know, shit's about to get real. Well, Mark, what do you, what do you anticipate on Sunday with this team? Because we don't know really anything about what Sirianni is going to do. We have, we take guesses, but we really don't know because they didn't show us anything in the preseason. What do you think we're going to see on Sunday? What's this offense going to be like? I, I think the offense, to answer your question right out of the gate, I think the offense is actually going to be electric. I mean, when you're just a thousand percent based on speed, built on speed, offensive line healthy. Brandon Brooks was back, back practicing today, so hopefully that means everyone's going to be healthy on the offensive line. As long as that stays intact, which we all know, it's all about the trenches. Barrett, I don't need to tell you that. But when it comes to this offense, I think we're going to see an electric offense 100% based on speed. Look at the wide receiver. Look at your three wide receivers that are going to be out there most of the time. You have defaults in Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz that are pretty nice defaults to have for a young quarterback if you're Jalen Hurts. Then you also have Kenny Gainwell, who showed some great speed in preseason. We know what Miles Sanders can do as well as Boston Scott. It's going to be all about speed, but we go into it with this. I can't remember, even going back to the very beginning of Andy Reid, I can't remember a time we, we, where we went into a season with, with less information about what we had offensively. With, with Reed, you knew it was West Coast offense. He literally brought Doug Peterson in here because mm -hmm. it was a West Coast offense, and that's what they were running in Green Bay anyway. When it comes to uh, Chip Kelly, Chip Kelly, we knew what was happening in Oregon. We knew what was going to happen here in Philadelphia. We knew the, the, uh, the up-tempo offense Tempo, they were going to run. And then the same thing with Doug Peterson. It's like, okay, Andy Reid times two, go. And that's what we saw in terms of stylistically <laughs> with the offense. When it comes to Nick Sirianni, we're all like, he didn't even call plays in the previous place that he right. was in. So we can assume 12 personnel. He has kind of you know, padded that down just a little bit. But I can't help but think they're still, with these tight ends, going to run 12 personnel. So I think, I think that's still the offense we're going to see, but we'll still see the speed on the outside with these wide receivers. I don't know. That's pretty good by you. You've learned well from a young Padawan. It, it was you and my one year of freshman football at Archbishop. Was, that's how I that's how I broke it down, friend. But looking at that, man, you know, going into this season, man, you're right. I haven't had this much, um, you know, of the unknown since my rookie year, walking in as a rookie, not knowing what to expect or anything. So it makes it kind of exciting for me, you know, understanding that. But defensively, I think this team is a lot better than what people are thinking simply because we have two cornerbacks that can cover. I don't have to take Ann Essence every third down because, of, you know, I'm looking at them be thrown over the top with this picket fence. Mm -hmm. So I think at this point, I like the linebackers. I like the, the, the cornerbacks. I like one safety right now that's playing. I think they're going to be all right because we already know what the trenches are going to do. So, I mean, what's your, what's your outlook on, on how this defense is going to look? Well, I, I like look the the Eagles' defense last year was third in the year league in sacks. I know we talk about blitzing a lot, how Jim Schwartz needed to blitz more and all that. I still think doing all that without blitzing is pretty good. However, right. when your secondary hasn't been that good over the last couple of years, even if this secondary is just middle of the pack, a little bit less than what you think they could be, Barrett. If you would just send a couple of blitzes and make sure the quarterback's thinking about that throughout, similarly to like to what two years ago when you had Brandon Graham and and um, uh, Derek Barnett. They were beating their man in less than a second and a half off the off the snap. They were beating <laughs> right. their man in less than a second. So they were getting to the spot they needed to be in, but the ball was already gone because teams knew you weren't blitzing. Teams just knew they had to beat the uh, the uh, the uh, defensive line's rush. They didn't have to beat the blitz. So now with that in the back of the head, hopefully Jonathan Gannon will do that. It seems like he's the type of defensive coordinator that wants to do that based, based on what he said in the preseason, saying how this defense is going to have that sting. You can't take the stinger out of my defense, anything like that. 
I think it's going to be a much more aggressive, at times gambling, some might say, gambling type of defense. But if they can keep up that type of pressure with the blitz and this defensive line, that'll only help out their secondary in the meantime. So I actually really like Jonathan Gannon. I'm really excited to see not only what Nick Sirianni's offense can bring, but what Jonathan Gannon's defense can bring with how aggressive I think they'll be. Well, what is your favorite, speaking of Sirianni, what is your favorite branch on his five branches in his wind tree? <laughs> like if you had to like, you know, uh, yeah. hook up a, a, a swing to a tree, you know, a, a limb, you know, a branch, you know, yeah. which, which is the one that's the sturdiest? Is it possible to go with the verbal crutch uh, of uh, right, right, right? <laughs> if you go with right, uh, but no, I won't do that to him. Uh, I would say accountability. Okay. When he talks about when he talks about account accountability, when he talks about competing and all that stuff, the one I always go to is accountability, mm-hmm. because we in Philadelphia we hang our hats and it gets us in trouble, but we get we hang our hat on all the coaches and holding them accountable, the, the teammates aren't holding them accountable. Ah, I'm gonna hold them accountable. Right. So I think for a coach to come in there and stick out his chest a little bit about it, I I want to uh, you better live up to that hype. I know we could talk about. You know, the scheme and all that stuff and what we anticipate that way. But one thing has got to be certain. Accountability has to be there. It was the number one reason that Andy Reid wasn't beloved is because nobody believed he held anybody accountable. Even though he did, we didn't believe he held people accountable because he always covered for him in the press conferences. Mm-hmm. Same type of thing with Doug Peterson, even though Doug in his last year started to be a little bit more honest. I won't use the overused phrase of placing someone under a bus that we yeah. all know about. But he was a little bit more honest <laughs> in his conversations. Yeah. Um, with Nick Sirianni, if he's really talking about accountability, if he's really talking about competition, I, I'd like to see it, yeah. and I want to make sure guys are held accountable. Not saying, man, Jalen Hurts, you see that throw? That sucked. No. Something along the lines of, we got to make that throw. That, that's it. That's not that's not killing a guy. That's not, that's not again, throwing him under the bus. That's just holding all him right. accountable, acknowledging what we all saw. Well, yeah, that would... like, well, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, first of all, I'm going to say, that looks like my football and I think that's my bobble legs, uh, Philly fanatic back there. Just, just, just looking oh, on the like, shelf. This yeah, guy? I, think, I think that's mine, man. You took that off my desk before you I, left. I do have two of them, so it's quite possible. <laughs> quite possible. <laughs> but all right, you know, going into the season, do you like Jalen Hurts? You know, is somebody you feel can go into the future uh, for this team? I like. I already like Jalen Hurts, the 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 football player. I already like like him as a football player. I love Jalen Hurts as far as the mindset goes. Mm-hmm. In a day and age where we're always concerned about mental health and uh, athletes' well being and how quickly that gets highlighted now, Jalen yeah, Hurts they, they skip right over me. They did. I mean, they just, <laughs> I don't exactly. know what the hell they did to me. Yeah, you were you were busy <laughs> snipe shooting or whatever the hell you were. Doing. Uh, but Jalen Hurts is just there, man. He's just – he's mentally tough. I, I love that about him. He has said all the right things in his press conferences. Hey, how about Deshaun Watson? Pff, I'm above that, man. Like, I love that attitude, man. Keep that keep that energy, as the kids like to say. Uh, as far as the, the, the athlete, as far as the quarterback goes, I, I know he can make plays with his legs. Talking with Jason Avant uh, some months ago about Jalen Hurts himself, I loved his opinion on him, because, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm stealing it right now. Uh, if, he, if he doesn't know the play, he'll make the play. And I think right. this year – He'll know the play, but he'll also know the play to default to if the play doesn't work out. That's not just in checks at the line of scrimmage or audibles or anything like that, but that's actually after the ball is snapped and the one route isn't there, the number one read isn't there, he knows where to go with number two. And if that's not there, then he knows to at least make time with his legs, scramble for a couple of yards, or throw the football away. In the, what we see, 10 snaps in the preseason, the two series that he played, I saw a smart quarterback. 
saw a smart quarterback that when he was in trouble, throw wasn't there, the play wasn't there, he threw it away, scrambled for a couple of yards, and that was that. That's all I really wanted to see. In the preseason, if you're a young athlete, all I want to see is look like you belong and look like you know how to make a head, you know, a heads-up play. Because there's going to be instances, game plan or not, where you're going to have the rush in your face just like you are during a regular season game, make the smart play, and that's exactly what Jalen Hurts did in the preseason for the brief time that we saw him. Well, he's definitely going to see some blitzing on Sunday because Dean Pease loves to blitz. Oh, yeah. That old yeah. Uh, D coordinator. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're talking about a, a Belichick guy. You're talking about a guy that I think he worked with Washburn as well in Tennessee and then also mm-hmm. with the Ravens. I mean, these guys, he he knows what he's doing. And um, to drop another name here, but in talking to Hugh Douglas earlier in the week as well, he was like, dude, like Dean Pease reminds me of Jim Johnson. Like, that's what he reminds me of. In terms of being aggressive, in terms of getting after the quarterback, in terms of making a young quarterback make quick decisions, that's the matchup that I think a lot of people should look for. And and I liken it to not at this level because it was a Super Bowl and because it was an MVP and a guy that's been in the league forever. But when I watched the Super Bowl between the Broncos and the Panthers a couple of years ago, in 2015, I believe it was, the 2015 season, uh, I remember watching that and, and strictly think – I know everyone wanted to talk about Peyton Manning and that was the headline and everything. Cam Newton versus Wade Phillips. That's what I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see how Wade Phillips was going to handle Cam Newton because Cam was having a great season. The offense there was playing great. What was Wade Phillips going to do about that? And it was the, the classic case of an old, wily defensive coordinator trying to tame a, a very athletic quarterback. And we'll see if that's the same type of dynamic they have in this game. Right. And that's where Jalen Hurts' athleticism hopefully shines. But it's going to be a very tough task for him coming up against that defense. Especially with really young receivers, too, because, mm-hmm. you know, hots and, you know, knowing where to be, what to go, you know, who to go to, on you know, under pressure, picking up the blitzes uh, as running backs. You know, this running back room, there's not there's not a lot of veteran uh, presence there. I mean, I don't consider Miles Sanders a wily veteran yet. <laughs> no, right. you know? Neither do I. Yeah. No, although by like, by what, running back years, he's already what, like 90? Like, he's, old, like he's already he's already old in running back years. He looks like he's like a, like a dog, you know. Seven years, you know. Exactly, exactly. Seven to exactly. one, you know. Boy, <laughs> yeah. Bottom line is, who are you picking this week? I'm picking the Eagles. I'm picking the Eagles to win this week. I'm not trying uh, to, to win outright. What outright to, to, win, to win outright? Okay. Yeah. Well, what's the, what's the line at three three and a half? Like three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. I know. I got yeah. the Eagles. I got the Eagles outright. And if I'm picking the Eagles at all to win this game, like I am. I don't think it's going to be a three-point game, a four-point game. I think they can win this game by a touchdown. I think they cover the three-and-a-half. Mm. Outright, I think they absolutely win. Covering the three-and-a-half, I think they can do. Mm. Absolutely, man. You're absolutely right. I'm going the same direction. Ooh. The same okay. direction. Well, of course you are. You have them at nine wins. <laughs> but, but also, but also, I think that they're better in the trenches. You know, Of course, they have the upper hand. Falcons have the upper hand as far as quarterback. But I'm going to say this. I think they have the upper hands in the trenches. Defensive line, offensive line wins the game for them. Wow. All right. Well, what do I you like have them at, Harry? I like them covering the number. I don't have them winning a the game yet. Ooh. I'm thinking it's like this 23-21 Falcons. Is ah, what I'm, okay. what I'm looking at right now. Well, uh, like like we saw last night, uh, there was some sloppiness offensively oh, speaking. Yeah. And that's I mean that, that it that's going to be the whole month fun. of September because it's basically the preseason, but the games count. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously, they have five turnovers last night. Nine, what, eighteen or nineteen accepted penalties? Crazy. You know, see, that's what one of the things that drove me so crazy about the preseason is like we saw the first game with the starters, and the entire first half there was no penalties, there was no delay a game, there was no mm-hmm. offside. Like it was just good, clean football. Right. And then the second half was a complete dumpster fire. 
second game, same type of thing. It was a complete, it was night and day from a right. well-coached, well-disciplined team game one to just, I'm sorry, have you guys done this before? Have you guys, right. you, you guys have put on shoulder pads before, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, and then the third game, it was the same type of thing. But I, I, I'm hoping those guys play the same type of clean football that we saw in the first couple series of the preseason, which I just, I doubt on the road, a uh, dome stadium, even though it's probably going to be open. And, um, Obviously, a defensive coordinator that uh, will will have them thinking twice before any moves they make, offensively speaking. But they won practice. They were four and zero in practice. Oh, did you, how August. about that oh, practice, yeah. man? Yes. How yes. about that? We you know, talking about? Sirianni, I tried to forget that. If Nick Sirianni is such a Philadelphian, he would have rattled off that whole practice rant verbatim. Exactly. Verbatim. Yeah. Forget you know, wearing a Philly sweatshirt and a Phillies cap. Give us some AI. Was it? it was <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Wait, was that a little much? The the hat and the sweatshirt, a little much. I thought that was a little much. A little much. I, I like the hat, but the sweatshirt. It was, I mean, it's August. What are you wearing a sweatshirt for? One or the other, brother. Yeah, One yeah. or the other. <laughs> we critique everything in this time. We're, we're it's all, un, we're it's unbelievable. <laughs> all right, Mark. Great stuff, man. We look forward to the uh, post game show with you, D Gun, uh, Devin Caney, John McMullen, and of course Lane Johnson. Six uh, ABC and right here on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Thanks. Thank you. I, I'm proud to be on the Jacob family. You guys are awesome. Uh, gl glad to be uh, with you guys. And thanks for me having me on the uh, the middle. And uh, God, Barrett, get me up this early. God, man. Come on. Boy, what a phony. You had me believing that you were actually getting up at 6 a.m. Unbelievable. Thanks, guys. I, I knew Hugh Douglas wasn't getting up at 6 a.m. to go on there. For you, I thought you were up. Wow. All right, Barrett, great stuff. Uh, enjoy the weekend. Uh, the post-game show, the pre-game show, and and everything else, man. Enjoy Appreciate the football. It. You too, bro. You too. All right. Enjoy your game tomorrow, too. Go Thanks, WVU. Man. All right. Yeah. We are out. Later. Hey, Eagles fans, if you're a subscriber to the Jacob Media YouTube channel, you are already registered to win a pair of season tickets for the upcoming season. That's right. You could win a pair of season tickets for the upcoming 2021 season just for being a subscriber. If you're watching and you're not a subscriber, do it now. Subscribe to the Jacob Media YouTube channel right now. What do you need to do? Subscribe right now. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz & Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz & Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. 
I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.